What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Straight Cut coming to you from West End Cigars Inside the Members Lounge. I am Aaron. This is Mark. And I'm Steve. Mark, we've got some good friends with us. We've been, yep. we've known for a while. Um, Forever. Two, two of the guys on here are the ones that won uh, Fidel and Sarah's big giveaway. Yes. Um, we have Norm and Charlie and yep. Rocky, three of the four founders of the DAC group, the Dirty Ash. Yeah. Um, we're members of that. Yeah. But, you know, Norm and Charlie, they won that big, huge fucking prize that you originally won. That I, I was did. like, no, 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 no. You're not winning that. We got to spread the love even more. <laughs> we added to it. Wow, that's a retelling of the story I don't remember. But okay, <laughs> fair enough. I don't recall you saying no, 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 but that's fine. <laughs> well, I think you you brought it up, but I was like, yeah, I agree. There, right. There's no way that's that the way I one, the one of us would be keeping it. <laughs> right. So you gotta, yep. you gotta, we were excited. Yeah, you got to pay it forward. So, yep. two of the guys that we've known for a while actually won it and everything. So, yeah. and now we're glad. To and have I was them super on. excited about that. Yeah, two of my favorite. Well, and I've gotten to know Rocky from the LCC. So, I mm-hmm. mean, three of my favorite people. This is really cool. Oh, I've yeah. look, been looking forward to. Aaron does this. He says like seven months ago, "Hey, we're gonna have these guys on." Yeah. And I go, "I keep saying, so when are we gonna have these guys on?" <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't talked to these guys in forever. When are we gonna have these guys on? And, and let me let me just say, and he goes no next week, and then he goes no 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 next no, no, next week, no 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 the week after. <laughs> we've we've done this show. This is we've done a lot of shows. This is seven per, per count, one hundred and sixty nine. <laughs> we've got like one hundred ninety or something. Sure, the three of them just saw the shit that it takes to go right. to get this <laughs> show Sausage going. Making. Yes, this, this was fucking oh, like Lord. this was a bad one. It was horrible. <laughs> right. Uh, I do know that our internet is god fucking awful. Right. When it comes to these, I many wrote people. down on my notes. <laughs> go talk to Duck. <laughs> oh, so bad. But you know what makes it better is I'm smoking a Lancero. Everybody knows I'm such yeah, a Lancero a ho. Lancer. But I don't know anything about this cigar. You don't know anything about this cigar, I don't. and Steve, I do. I don't think you know either. So let's get to somebody who actually knows what yeah. we're smoking, and that was going to we're going to start with Norm over there. So Norm. Appreciate it so much for being on the show. Thanks for putting up with the bullshit for the first 30 minutes that it takes to get on the show. Y'all have the, y'all have some good patience because I do not. So congratulations. <laughs> no, man. Yeah, it, it's, it's been good. Uh, I, I think I've always uh, been the unofficial uh, cheerleader for the straight cut. And now I have that much more appreciation for uh, what it is you guys have to go through. Oh my God. Uh, to get this going. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that Lancero you have right there. Um, that's uh, what, that was a release that we did uh, on Dirty Ash, I guess, at the end of last year, and we did that as a fundraiser. Uh, so we approached at the time uh, a gentleman by the name of Justin, who uh, was just getting his brand started called uh, Bunny Droppings, and he has a pretty strong relationship with Matt Booth and. Uh, Justin is former military, you know, Charlie's former, former military. So we wanted to kind of do a giveaway or not really a giveaway, but more of a raffle uh, for some sort of sort of veteran uh, organization. And we pitched this idea to uh, Justin at the time. And we really wanted something that was different, something that people typically don't see. And what you have in your hand is a Connecticut Lancero, which doesn't really smoke like a Connecticut. Um, it's got the little bit of a more depth flavor on it more like a habano in my opinion but uh so we pitched this idea to justin and he brought it back to to booth and uh what was presented to us we had three options that were presented to us on on that stick and we took this lancero it was actually we didn't blend it um when booth found out what what it was that we wanted to do with it which was essentially 
all the admins got together. We all pulled together our money, bought uh, this limited stick, and we donated 100% of everything we sold uh, to uh, Building Homes for Heroes. So we didn't even recoup our money. We didn't care about that. We just wanted to, to do something good. And we did a, a single stick with that uh, with a coin, which I, I think, Aaron, I, I sent you a coin yeah. as well yeah, um, that you had on it. And that was that was where it came from. So Booth actually reached into his uh, personal humidor. This thing has uh, many years of age on it, if you haven't seen the cello wrapper on it. And uh, he, he didn't want to do anything green. He said, if this is what you guys are doing it for, we're going to put together some fire. And that's what you're smoking right now. Yeah, there's some age on that stick. I'm, look at that cello. Yeah, I did not notice that it. when I first. <laughs> wow. I, I didn't even see. I don't even know where my cello went. I kind of just ripped it off because I was so ready just to, to light <laughs> something up. <laughs> look at the cello on that, man. Yeah. This yeah. Is... So that that's cool. Yeah, I I, I, I knew that um, that. Uh, Booth was involved with this, but I didn't know that it was uh, bunny droppings as well. I didn't. I didn't realize that that was the collaboration between between the two. Um, so that's that's awesome. Yeah, that, I mean, this is a definitely the first time that any of us over here have smoked it. Uh, you know, one of the things is whenever we have a guest on, we let them choose what we're smoking. And you said like, "Hey, do you have? Have you ever had one of these?" I'm like, "Nah." So you you said, "Yeah, I'm going to send you three cigars." Um, I don't know where you went to school. Uh, because you did not send three, um, you sent uh, uh, quite a few more, <laughs> and I'm just bad at sending stuff out. So yours is boxed up. I had just haven't sent uh, back the reply because I know one of the hats that we raffled off for uh, for somebody else. Like you really wanted that hat, so your hat is boxed up. Uh, it just uh, hasn't made it to the post office yet. <laughs> so so look forward to that one. Oh, awesome, awesome! Definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, I, I don't do really good in math. I tell you, I'm going to send three, and then as I'm starting to pack it in, I'm like, you know, what's the difference between three and six or eight or ten? Yeah. It's the same shipping cost, you know? <laughs> yeah, because even like when I just, I didn't even really look into the bag because I, it was it was a busy week, and I saw it, and finally that night I got into it, and I just touched you back. I was like, I was like, bro, what the hell? I was like, there's an OG Johnny in here. Like, that's, that's baller right there, so I appreciate that. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. I'm going to tell you. That's uh, tomorrow's my birthday. That's a birthday cigar for me right there. So I'll, I'll be having that. Oh, awesome, man. I, I knew that was uh, your favorite or at least one of them. And uh-huh. uh, I think I, I dropped in a cab five for, for Mark. And I didn't really know what Steve liked outside of the fact that he likes to roast you pretty often on the show. <laughs> so I don't really know. Uh, yeah, we'll, that's my specialty. Yeah, do do something. <laughs> you should see us on the golf course. It gets real bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, since now that we so, so, since since we know what we're smoking now, um, let's get a little bit of the back history. Well, let's of, actually introduce the guys. Yeah, I don't think you ever actually introduced yeah, who well, they were. That's what I'm saying. So now let's get to who we're actually talking to. Now that we're like seven and a half minutes into it, <laughs> so we Norm, you already you've already talked about this one. This is Norm, um, and then I guess. Just the other two, just go ahead and jump in and uh, tell the world who you are. So my name is Rocky Guido. I uh, live in Miami, Florida, originally from Nicaragua, Managua. Um, Came here when I was about a year old and uh, just love smoking cigars, love the community. And uh, it's, you know, the passion of the leaf. Um, And when you can smoke it with great people and brothers um it just makes it that much that much better um take it away charlie what's going on guys i'm charlie i'm from canada um 
grew up in uh, Ontario, Toronto, Ontario. Recently moved to New Brunswick, so that's um, borders Maine, the state of Maine. Um, I've been smoking cigars for, I think, six years now, six or seven years. Um, I started to kind of get out of my shell uh, just from the Army and from my life. I was uh, starting, usually I was like, um, I don't know, I'll talk to everyone, and then life happens where you can just kind of venture inside, you know, just be, a, just be an introvert. And so this really kind of helped me... Um, just get out of my shell and you know i always try to say uh, you always have a friend when you share a cigar yeah. and i've had many friends so well and and so charlie congratulations on being our first out of the u.s guest that we've ever had out of three years <laughs> that's right that's right, baby. That's right. <laughs> we're, we're saving it for a special Thank person you. yeah appreciate that welcome to the show guys we appreciate you guys being on thank you absolutely Thank you for having us. It is. Uh, so one, I I'm not a big sticker person. So, and, and Aaron knows this because I give a lot of the LCC stickers. I double up on a lot of stickers every you month. Do, you do. You <laughs> do. Double up on a lot of stickers. Aaron will say, I like that sticker. But one of the stickers that I have at home on my desk in my smoking area is a Dirty Ash mm -hmm. um, sticker. I believe I got from Norm when he sent me filling out my uh, Stolen Throne collection uh, probably about two months ago. Because him and I were talking, and I said, well, he asked me if I'd smoked some of the others, and I hadn't. And he said, well, we're going to fix that. And he, he, he did what he did to you, and he more than fixed it. But, and I've smoked those because they were, because uh, I was like going, hell yeah. yeah. And uh, so that was amazing. So thank you. Um, but it's one of, I believe, two stickers that I have on that area because it was like, uh, yeah, because yeah. it, it's a really cool logo. And it is the logo uh, for this cigar, which is, um, I think, a pretty good. And I know something that Aaron would be fond of because it's. Uh, yeah, I mean, your, I'm, I'm, I'm pro skull. I mean, I got a skull on my skull. Shirt, shirt right now. I mean, <laughs> you do. It's, uh, I, I was watching some YouTube video and they called it the head bone. I think I want to start calling it the head bone. The head bone? The head bone. feels weird to me. <laughs> it's just, it's, it does. It's, it's, it I feel better. dirty. Like an eagle take a <laughs> right. shower. Right. You probably yeah. do need to take a shower. Um, so I, I know yesterday or tomorrow is your birthday. So I wore uh, pink compression socks for you today because I know you like color. I do. Appreciate <laughs> it. So, yeah. Yeah, gray is the color. I'm gray and black, but uh, but speaking of a stolen throne, so we we are smoking these Lanceros, uh. but Lanceros tend to smoke a little faster. Uh, so we have another cigar on standby, which we will probably get to as well. The unit of measure, and it is Mark's <laughs> unit of measure. This right. is his yardstick. It is the the OG yes. stolen throne, the crook, yeah. the crook of the crown. Yeah, um, I I love it. Have you have you had one, Steve? I don't. Have yeah, I've had some of the other stuff, yeah. Okay, so but have you had the I don't the think original? I've had that one. Okay, no. so that you, is, you're the virgin of the group on the Crook of the Crown. This is, yeah. to me, this is probably of production cigars that aren't specialty cigars. This is not the Inejo, but This it is, is the not Inejo. the Inejo, yeah. but this is is this is a one of the I mean, this and the Inejo are the two best what I consider production. And yeah, it was a limited edition yeah. cigar. Yeah. This is to me the best non-limited edition cigar. Well, we talk about these two cigars. Let's learn about some other cigars. From, this is, from by the, the way, this is starting really, oh. really nice. This yeah. is luscious. This is uh, luscious. 
Luscious. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I'm really, for a Connecticut Lancero, which I don't know that I've smoked more than three of so a I, Connecticut Lancero. So, I don't know that I've smoked many yeah, of them. Yeah, so after Norm said that, I was thinking, like, what Connecticut Lanceros I've had. And the only one I can think of is the Uno. That's the only one that comes to my mind uh, that I've that I've had. Maybe yeah. a Tatuaje Monster? Yeah, I guess one of the monsters would count, but I don't know which one would be a Connecticut. It was the, uh, the Chucky or the Tiff. I think yeah. it was a I don't remember which one it was, yeah. but yeah. But let's learn about their cigar history. Um, so, Norm, mm-hmm. why don't you start us off? Um, you've listened to the show once or twice, so you kind of know the, the gambit of, of what <laughs> it involves. Um, so just take it away. Yeah, um, I guess, man, I, I, I had my first cigar, I guess, back in 2002, 2000. And one somewhere around there. Uh, I actually got into it uh, with Miguel, uh, otherwise known as Taco Man, uh, down in Miami. Uh, we were we both worked for the same place, and uh, and it was uh, you know we worked with a whole bunch of um, of really computer programmers that were heavily uh, traveled to South America, and one of them was a really big uh, avid Cuban cigar smoker, and he used to give us Cuban cigars all the time, so. As an individual that I guess now I could definitely appreciate it more than I was back then, uh, I really exclusively smoked Cubans uh, pretty much, I guess, for the first, I don't know, eight to ten years that I smoked cigars. I never lit up anything outside wow. of a Cuban. Um, and uh, it, was, uh, it was a pretty pretty interesting uh, road to uh, getting down the boutique rabbit hole, which I probably, at this stage of my life, realized that that rabbit hole goes deep. <laughs> deep and long yeah deep long yeah it's a, it's a it's very expensive hobby right followed by my golf addiction so uh, i was about to say that that was like my golf game yesterday deep and long no no yeah. not, not even close don't let him lie to you yeah yeah so that was that was really where i i kind of started was was with cubans it was uh i think the the first thing i was given was a, a romeo and, and julieta and uh, then followed by some Monte Cristos and Cohiba. And then I, I think I went down that road and then ended up uh, with um, some fellow cigar smokers and ended up getting some Davidoffs and Tatuajes. And it was, uh, that was it. I was, I was, I was lost. I was a lost child for a while in the, in the cigar world. Um, joined LCC, I guess in the, in the pandemic, right? Just pretty much like everyone else, I joined up on their Discord server. Uh, that's where I, I met uh, you two fine gentlemen, and as well as Charlie. Uh, and that was really what opened up my my like whole world to boutique and and really how good boutique can be. Um, yeah, I think if I go back, I'm, I'm pretty similar to, to Mark in that stance. I think the Crook of the Crown to me is is probably my number one cigar. I mean, it, dollar for dollar, pound for pound, that cigar pulls its weight like nothing else. That that I I been able to smoke and that's kind of my you know what in inner inner circle wise on on our group we we call always call it the mason dixon lines like that's that cigar to me is the creme de la creme uh all around from flavor construction profile uh it, it is probably my my number one core line stick that i would go to anytime i have a bad cigar i'll light up a crook right after it, it makes the world right <laughs> amazing I mean, for 12 bucks, it's just crazy how good that is, how well it's made, everything. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Well, it's kind of like what we were talking about last week when we had the uh, the Cab 5, like 
criminally under underpriced for what it is. <laughs> criminally underpriced. And I feel like I should quit talking about how underpriced it <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. It's Tony, like Tony don't he's... listen to us. Right. It's, don't don't hear it's it. It's priced just right. Perfect. <laughs> it's just, but it's so uh the part I do want to emphasize, it's so well made. Mm-hmm. And the the flavor profile is great. Everything it's just so well made. And I love the way that they just that's what matters to them, right? That's it's just great. Mm-hmm. Well this is burning like a champ too. Yeah, the, mm. yeah, the one that we're smoking right now. Um, so, does this cigar actually have a, a proper name? I don't. A proper yeah, name, like uh, Mark. It does. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah so, so that that cigar when we released it, we called it the LT, um, and uh, it's a I guess a very uh, strange name. To, you know, two initials, right? Uh, so, I guess that kind of goes into a little bit of how how Dirty Ash came to be and and uh how we came up with the name of dirty ash so lt stands for uh, leo's tribute um so dirty ash when we found it um back in uh, 2021 i guess now in may 2021 uh we we were looking for what it was that we can do um within a, the cigar community and, and what we could call it and we came up with the name uh dirty ash which uh, paid homage to a friend of ours uh, that we had and that we knew in real life and outside of cigars. Uh, his name was Leo, and that was actually Rocky's, uh, like one of Rocky's best friends uh, for, for years. Uh, and, and Leo uh, passed away, but I'll kind of let Rocky give you the, the whole history behind that. But the LT, you know, it's Leo's tribute. Yeah, so uh, best friend from life since we were probably 13, 14. We're in the jazz band together, uh, you know, kind of just grew up together. We had kids right around the same uh, age. Our kids grew up together, just, you know, vacation, just did everything together. Um, Leo was, I mean, a best friend. If not, he was a brother to me. And uh, sadly, we lost him to COVID um, right when it has it actually as it happened. And... Uh, he had uh, he always wanted to have an apparel company and which he called the dirty swag um, and uh, you know just kind of to pay homage to him we got on talking and uh, Norman says you know what why don't we name it dirty ash that sounds like a really freaking cool name and that's pretty much how uh, dirty ash cigar club came about um, again to my uh our friend leo lopez uh may he rest in peace all right wow it's yeah, a great I, tribute yeah I, I, that's 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 nice to hear it's it's unfortunate that you know that's how the name came to be but you know at least it, it will live on yeah absolutely i mean it's uh it's every every everything that this community is about it's and i'm glad it's it's with the brothers here and uh it's definitely um i lost one brother but i gained i guess you know a thousand more yeah yeah well said well said well since since you um since you were you said you you were born in nicaragua but you left when you were one or so yeah correct uh so i was born in in the 70s, I'm not going to say my, <laughs> my uh, first year. <laughs> but yeah, my parents, uh, they obviously, they, love, they left fleeing the war. There was a war in Nicaragua, you know, late 70s, early 80s. And, uh, you know, like every other um, 
Hispanic household. They wanted to just, you know, bring a better life to, uh, to their family and, uh, came here when I was one and, uh, you know, been smoking cigars. Nah, I want to say good eight, nine years. My first cigar actually was an unbanned Cuban. I want to say it was a Cohiba. Um, the verdict is still out on that one. Um, Did you buy so it from it a guy between... on the beach with a glass top box? <laughs> 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 hey, 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 hey. Actually, actually it's, it's, it's quite funny because obviously living in Miami, Florida, you have a lot of get-togethers and baby showers and quinces, and then you have your party. So, you know, it's like it's like your Uncle Pepe comes out with a cigar. It's like, hey, you want a cigar? Have a cigar. It's like, these are right from my collection, right from my humidor. And they're like, oh, okay. So you light one up, and you're like, you know, so you're gathering around with family and friends, and, man, this thing is pretty good. What is it? I don't know. Okay, great. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so you keep on smoking it, and... You know, obviously living in Miami, there's, there's, you know, hundreds of, you know, Cuban cigars that people they've had or they've aged and then they've, they've, they've only bring it out for special occasions and whatnot. So, um, shortly after that, it was just as norm, the Romeo and Julieta. And, uh, I was like, man, this thing's, you know, pretty good. And, uh, after that, it's, I want to say maybe about five, six years ago, it's when I started venturing off into the boutique cigars, which is a whole other addiction in itself. It's, I mean, this thing will run you dry. Yeah. Sometimes it causes divorce, uh, but you know. <laughs> so, okay. Um, I, I, I got yeah. to deviate real quick. Since you're down in Miami and we just did our sandwich show a couple weeks ago, did we do a horrible job by leaving the Cuban sandwich off the top five list out of all three of us. Yeah. Wow. It was surprising. I'm, I'm really surprised nobody picked it. Like it was, it was my outside looking in. It was my number six. You know, I, I actually learned a lot about that show. The fact that I think Mark likes to drench his sandwiches in, in water. <laughs> yes, uh, well, what we figured out is Mark um, doesn't actually like sandwiches. Mark just likes gravy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was pretty much it. Yes. He, he likes gravy and, and wet sandwiches. That yeah, was, I, uh, that, that, I, I tell you. And the, we have a show title. Yes, <laughs> we do. We do. I tell you what, I like Cubans, and so uh, Cuban sandwiches are great, but I always hear from people who, who've who had real, authentic Cuban food mm -hmm. that you can't get good Cuban food here outside of a few very small areas. I'm always afraid, but I'm going to say I really like Cuban foods. And then people and Cuban really sandwich, had like people who've had real – because, like, I've had authentic tacos Yeah, because I lived – really near uh, an authentic area of Chicago, but I don't know that I've had a really good authentic Cuban sandwich. I like it because it's like, it's, it's, you know, but I don't know that I've had a good I had Cuban one sandwich. in Miami um, at a restaurant and nobody in the restaurant spoke English. And one of the guys that was with us had to order it for us. Um, so that's as, probably sense. as close as you can get. So I, so, you know, Mo had great food options living in the Bay, San Francisco, L.A., all that kind of stuff. And she loved Cuban sandwiches. And always there was this one Cuban bakery she would always go to. And she said when she moved here to Little Rock, of course, there's not – we don't have that here. But she said the one that was at uh, Tropical Smoothie was pretty good. 
So, and I've had it before. I find it and hard it's... to believe that anything <laughs> a tropical smoothie is good. But I got to believe Rocky and Miami's is going to find some place. It's like oh, going yeah. there. Good Cuban food. Get a good, good to Chicago, uh, taco yeah. in Chicago. You want to know, it's, it's, it's hard to mess up a Cuban sandwich. But if you want to get an authentic Cuban sandwich, you got to go down to 8th Street and find those mom and pops cafeterias. Yeah, right. The ones that the ones that have no names, hole in the wall. You order yourself a Cuban sandwich, a Materba, and then you follow it by the cafecito, which is mm. the liquid cocaine. Oh, yeah. Man, <laughs> that, that right there in and of itself is 75% of the Miami experience. Yeah. So, See, that does uh, sound uh, Unless you've done that, unless you've done that, it wasn't, it wasn't a good Cuban sandwich. I love, I love cafecito. Like, I love I know cafecito. you do. I so, know. what's the best sandwich in Canada? Oh, man. Hmm. Poutine. Uh, That's not uh, a sandwich. Well, well poutine is good, right? Well, well, like, if you get poutine and you put it in between two pieces of bread, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which, for the record, has gravy on it. <laughs> and yeah. we have come full circle. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, but you can make a poutine club and you can add this, this keep adding layers. You're good to go. There you go. See, oh, that's, that sounds good. See, that's why Charlie's yeah. brother, Mike. And, and, and if you want to, if you want to, right? Because that's a bit salty. You can get some maple syrup, dip it in there. Oh my god! You dip the sandwich in maple syrup. You can dip anything in maple syrup, but it tastes great. Oh my See? gosh! <laughs> so I have a friend on my game, my game, who's called Milky because he's a milkman, but he claims that he's part of the maple syrup uh, board. That controls our cartel in Canada. That controls <laughs> the production of maple syrup and produ- and release of maple syrup in Canada. Maple syrup is like oil in Canada. It's like the Canadian mafia or something. Right? Oh no, they'll kill you. He claims that if I talk too much about With this, kindness? that he's obligated. Oh, so you just put it out there to the world. He, and he was obligated to come kill me and then tell me he's well, sorry. It was nice knowing you, Mark. Yeah. Right. We're, we'll be looking for a third in a couple of weeks uh, right. to fill in for for host. Uh, just send resumes. I mean, everything's obligated. And apologize to you afterwards. That's great. <laughs> they drink beer up there with maple syrup. They do everything with maple syrup. What's the beer you're drinking? I, I've seen the can here a couple times. What is that? Well, I mean, no, no, I'm just drinking. Um, I was just drinking uh, a ginger ale. So it's a local ginger ale. Oh. Sussex ginger ale. Ooh. You can only get it in New Brunswick. Um, I was drinking a beer, but I drank all my beer. So I had to <laughs> get a pop of water. A little pop. And, uh, a yeah, little, we usually... But usually I go with uh, uh, with uh, Pilsner Urkel. That's like my favorite beer. Uh, it's, it's quite hoppy. has a good uh, good flavor to it. So usually I like that one. Good okay. ginger ale. Good homemade ginger ale. Mm. I love ginger ale. So it's criminally underrated, I feel like, in the South. Criminally. Nah, I don't like it that much. Oh, it has to be mixed with something else. I can't just drink straight ginger ale. God, so you, but I don't like do ginger you, beer either. Well, that's different. That's, what the that's, fuck's wrong with that's you? Totally I just different. don't. Yeah. It's not my thing. Wow, ginger beer is... First of all, mules are one of the greatest drinks of all time. Yeah, like I said, if it's mixed in something, it's okay. I mean, that's just ginger beer with like a shot of liquor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, let's get let's get some memories going on between. We're going to have guests. Charlie introduce himself. Yeah, oh, yeah. Charlie, you gotta tell us about your smoking <laughs> experience here. All over the board. <laughs> all over the board. Hi, Charlie. So yeah, hey, what's going on? What's going on? You know, so um, my first cigar ever, man, was like uh, 2014. It was a Monte Cristo number two. And 
instead of pulling it out of the sand or, or out of some glass top uh, humidors, my, my friend pulled it out of his pocket. Okay. And he's like, yeah, he's like, uh, just bite it. I'm like, okay. So I bit the top off, he bit the top off. We lit it up and I smoked it and I started inhaling it. And like, you know, my gut started to kind of, you know, start to turn. So, uh, so like for me, I had to smoke, he gave it to me. So I'm like, you know, I smoked it. And that was the worst experience I've ever had. Like it was terrible. I'm like, I never, I'm never smoking again. So like I went, I went back to chewing tobacco cause I'm like, you know what? It's, it's all good. Um, so then, um, I stopped chewing tobacco, which is a good thing. Um, and then, uh, a friend of mine actually, um, gave me a, what was it? Uh, a Partaga short. And so I smoked that cigar. I'm like, Hey, this isn't too bad. Let's try a different one. So then I tried a different one, try a different one. They're all Cubans at that time. And then, uh, I just started to kind of like dabble, right? Just do some research, see what I liked. And then, um, I found LCC. Um, I joined at the third box. So, um, I think, uh, Kevin and Adrian joined before me. So, um, I think, I think they, they joined at box one. Um, and so after that, you know, I just started, I got the bug like everyone else did, you know, and you just start going deep in it. And then, uh, the boutique cigars I, I, uh, I found, um, that I really enjoyed my first boutique cigar was a Viaje. Um, that uh really wrecked my palate my stomach oh yeah and it wrecked my nose because because <laughs> i i would retrohale but i retrohale the whole smoke uh, not some oh, of the smoke right oh. so my nose is on fire man. yeah so my nose is on fire and then um and then i will do that i just started dabbling you know i started dabbling so every cigar i got i just tried to read about it um you know you'd see um people give like reviews and um critiques on it and so I'm like you know how do they get this floral taste how do they get this cedar taste etc and so I was just trying to uh, to pick that up myself and then I found a cab five and I fell in love man nice oh yeah so two things with Charlie Charlie obviously uh, first international guest and the first uh, guest who's actually legally allowed to purchase and smoking it uh, <laughs> Cubans, yeah <laughs> right and your first cigar because we've talked a ton about this. Charlie and I have spent a lot of time talking about a lot of funny uh, topics, hockey talk topics, um, and, That's right. and, uh, and, and other topics, serious topics. Your first cigar was in Afghanistan, right? Yes. Okay. So Charlie served uh, in Afghanistan. So, wow. um, so uh, was part of the troops over there. So, um, and I've said this to him and I'm going to say it on the podcast um, because uh, because it means something to me, and that is thank you for your service because you were over there and not in a casual yeah. sort of fun way. When you guys say that you contribute this to the uh, to uh, to the the men and women in the service, you you know it means something. I know to all three of you, um, and obviously uh, it, it does to Charlie as well. So him and I have, have talked a lot about that. But thank you for your service, and I know. In America, that is different than in Canada, but and so we're, we don't have to dwell on, on that. But you and I have had long conversations about that. So, yes. So, was so. it through like an organization that you got the cigars, or just somebody had them sent to them? <clears throat> uh, I think this guy just brought it. 
But okay. he didn't have a humidor. I honestly think he stuck him in a bag and stuck him in his pocket. Legit. <laughs> wow. Right. right. I'm not surprised it was an unpleasant yeah. experience. Yeah, no wonder it was bad. Besides <laughs> the fact you're not supposed to suck it into your lungs, Sorry. which is like a no-no, right? Just if you haven't figured that out yet, I just and you're not supposed to retro oil the whole thing. Yeah. I know some people do that. Um, yeah, um, and, and I, I I understand yeah. the Viaje thing. I love. I'm a Viaje. That's my favorite brand. Right. But they will be unforgiving, especially if it's the birthday yeah. blend of like 2019. Right. Yeah, I'm it still is, flinching about that fucking is, cigar two is, years uh, later. Extremely <laughs> spicy. I, I understand. You you mentioned that cigar, and my eyes start watering again because <laughs> it was so spicy. Um, but go ahead. I know you were you were going to go a, a different direction. So on uh, you've forgotten. I don't know. He forgot. Yeah. <laughs> if I can, add, if I can add one more thing. So please do. The next day, the next day, I actually smoked my first cigarette. It was a menthol. I'm like, bro, this is worse than the cigar I smoked. So that's why I went back to tobacco. Yeah. So so that's why I went back to dip because I'm like, you know what? I, I just take a dip and I'm good to go, man. <laughs> Why don't these Why don't these goofballs dip? <laughs> yeah, I, I do love some. You, uh, you love some uh, Red Man. Red Man. What's it called now? America's Best or something? They call. It. They had to change the name. Uh, I don't know. I but, I, got, I got so sick off of it one time. Oh and I was like, man, I'm never, I love it. I'm never touching this shit again. So. I have a I have a friend who dips, oh, yeah. and he always makes fun of me for smoking cigars, and I'm going. I'm really sure you don't have the high ground on this. Yeah, I can't. I can't do I'm it. Not, I'm not judging most people, but uh, I'm judging you. I love it. I love to chew. Well, that's, that's your, you, you did that on the, on the golf course, right? Occasionally oh, you, on the golf course. I don't do it much anymore. Most of the time, it's during duck season when it's a little harder to smoke a cigar while you're duck hunting. Yeah. Seems like um, that would tip the ducks off you. You're there. No, they, they can't smell, really. You sure? Yeah. You asked a duck? <laughs> As a matter of fact, I did. He yeah. said quack. Quack. <laughs> God. But no, they can't smell. You know, they're just... It, I have shot a duck with a cigar in my mouth. It's just hard to shoot and keep the cigar in your mouth at the same time. A lot of times you drop it and then it's ruined because you're in water. You, you, so. You're you surprised that you I can no play talent. golf with a cigar in my mouth, like, the whole time. Yeah, it, I don't... I haven't quite figured out how you... Well, I have figured out how you do it because you're not very good at it, but when you swing... <laughs> Listen to motherfucker. When you swing with a cigar in your mouth, you cannot me. get the swing all the way so, around. There's no way. So, Aaron, they, they make things to put your cigar on when you swing because you should be completely focused <laughs> I gotta on find swing. it. I don't know where I put it. So, I, yesterday, I was smoking... I had the cigar in my mouth, and I bent over to put the tea in, and I was like, the ground was so fucking hard. Right. I could not get the tea in the ground, and I was bent over for a solid forty-five seconds. Steve's like, you should probably stand up. I'm I was like, like, you're no. gonna pass out. I'm like, no, I'm good. And like, then I get up. I'm gonna let finally, you know. He, he had to finish it, and I get up. I'm like, he had to put your yeah. tea in the ground. I had for to you? put his tea in the ground and okay. the ball on the tea because he could not do it. I'm gonna I'm confess my biggest secret or my biggest concern about having the cigar in my mouth while I'm swinging, mm-hmm. which is. Sucking the cigar into my mouth. Because <laughs> like the I'll cartoons just let you, where it like, goes in, you know? It's lit, dude. I'm just letting you know it's lit. All right. If I if I do that, you have... I'm giving you permission to, like, stick your fingers down my throat nope. and pull it out. So. <laughs> you may have permission, but don't do it. No, so. but, like, I was I was doubled over, like, between the cigar smoke billowing back in my face, my gut in the way, and the ground being rock hard. Yeah, he stood up. He was bright red. <laughs> bright red. Was bright like, red. I was I'm like, like I you need to go it. sit down for a second. You're going to pass out. I can't do this. <laughs> wow. So Mark, so, Mark, if you uh, if you smoke while you're golfing, a little uh, cigar hack is... Um, Instead of blowing it out, instead of um, drawing it, you can purge it. So every time you swing, you purge it. Yeah. It's just going to go with the cigar. 
So I putt <laughs> with the cigar in my mouth. Yeah, I putt with it in my mouth. But I don't swing with it. Um, I do everything with it. Do you guys all play golf? I do. Um, yeah, I, do. I, I can't. I don't know how you're able to get all the way around with a cigar in your mouth. He I, doesn't. I legit would think you would have caught your beard on fire by now. Yes. Like I'm, that is surprising. <laughs> That's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. I, yeah. I dabble, I dabble in it. I just hope that uh, Top Golf doesn't have a, a candid camera somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I dabble in it. Yeah. yeah. Well, whenever we do the let's straight cut work, invitation, let's just say I'm still come. working on my swing. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Charlie? You um, play? For, for me, I try, and I won't cheat you on effort. <laughs> <laughs> We're supposed to get a Top Golf here. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm still going to go yeah. North Shore. Like I'm going to North Shore tomorrow morning. So go Top Golf. Top golf is not a practice range. No, top golf is entertainment. It's, it's entertainment. You, I, I don't want to be I, I, like I've just. I've You're seen, already entertaining enough. Trust me. I've seen, seen like, you play. We've seen the videos and shit. I that ain't my vibe. I don't want to be around like fucking drunk college students like like purposely throwing the fucking club onto the thing and like break. Like I don't want to fucking deal with that. You don't want to be around hot college girls. <laughs> no, because like I, I mean, look, they're going to no. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, Mark, go ahead, go ahead and ask him that question after you go to commercial break. Yeah. <laughs> Mo listens because yeah. I know she, yeah. she said it's good to hear your voice on the podcast. Like after I was out a couple of shows, <laughs> so I know she listens. That's a good strategic answer. Yeah. Paula doesn't. <laughs> uh, you, you know, uh, to- Top Golf is a special place. You actually the only time, really good time to go is in the mornings, right when they open at like ten o'clock. None of the college kids are there drunk, but yeah. you do get the you get the ability to be able to really practice like your aim on on different uh, yeah on on the flags. So it's, I think it's, it's pretty it's cool, pretty neat experience. I mean, I'll, I'll, it is. Yeah. We'll, I mean, we'll, we're going to go, of course, sure. But for me, because I, I this isn't a, this is a this hobby is, I want to stick with. This is one. Actually so this isn't get a hobby; at. it's a job for you. <laughs> no, no, this is like a hobby where I want to actually advance myself with so i want to i don't want to fuck up my swing it's kind of like where we're like like baseball players don't want to do the home run derby because it fucks with <laughs> he their doesn't swing. Want to fuck up the swing i don't want to you know what you know what Let's, this is not fucking roast aaron Howard. oh no it, it always, always is, is. <laughs> what are you talking about that should be the name of the yeah we're gonna the, change the, the podcast. show yeah yeah God. um yeah it's fun it is actually, if you have an uninterrupted time, it's it's actually good target practice. I mean, yeah, it is because you can like practice distance control and some of those things that are actually hard to do on a range because you actually have have some some different targets, legit targets. Yeah, I, I the remember thing- the first time we went to Arizona where they were where the where the dick dickheads were practicing on the cars in the parking lots with their drivers. They were trying to airmail the end uh, fence. And yeah. you just go, okay, well, that's stupid. Well, we can practice even more at the house because uh, Mo got me a, a, a putting green for my birthday. Nice. So... We can do that now. I was awesome. like, like, I told her, I told her today, I was like, you're cool. But he's like, you're the wife. That's like an enabler. Like, yeah. you're, you're buying me <laughs> golf stuff, like outfits and everything. Oh, so. she's so lays into you. I mean, like, I think people on the podcast, uh, who listen, think that like Steve and I are the only ones who pick on Aaron. No, and so not at all. Thursday night, Mo, if you were to hear, we were to record Mo in there <laughs> when she just absolutely lays into Aaron. And like, I sit quiet. <laughs> And like, just like, look around. Just let her go. <laughs> let her go. Oh yeah, he needs another fucking expensive hobby. That's what he needs. <laughs> you know, though, to, to be fair, though, uh, 
it, I mean, you got, I mean, it is like bash on Aaron on, on the show, but when Mo does it, <laughs> when Mo does it, he also, he also gets cookies baked by her. Oh that, yeah. That, yeah. That I think like all of the listeners after this last description on the, the, the food podcast yeah. absolutely want, I am one of them. Oh, right? they're so, so delicious. Oh, oh man. They're yeah, so good. I, I heard all, I heard all about them for, it must've been a whopping seven minutes when you guys were going around the horn. Um, yeah. You'll have to come down to Arkansas. She, she asked me, yes. She's yeah. like, what do you want for your, for dessert tomorrow for your birthday? I was like, I want cookies. She's like, that's not a dessert. She's like, you got to make it for something or both. No, he wants get... a fucking cheese plate. It's like, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's get... All right. Let's get... Is cheese a dessert in Canada? Oh, okay. Oh. You know what? Look, I, I, I heard, I heard this. On, I heard this on the podcast, guys. And when he said cheese, I was like, okay, I've actually had that on a dessert menu at a what? restaurant in the past it's been on there man yep can you say it louder I, I, I for was the like people in the I was back like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it is I, I mean i don't know what it is in canada but it's absolutely a dessert on on some restaurants because it comes with fruits which i know that mark is a, a huge fan of um, <laughs> so. i'm not used to the uh, the guests roasting the uh hosts as well this is this is a new new turnaround is that a common thing in canada do you see cheese as a dessert Mm, for me no um i don't really eat cheese much so if it is i don't pay attention to it so i i'm I'm probably a bad person to ask well maybe if it was like drizzled with maple syrup (laughs) completely engulfed you know what if you could dye the maple syrup to make it look like cheese, I'm game. All day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Now, now, do you want to get to the memories part of it? Yes, all right. please do. All right. Norm, you want to start us off with, uh, everybody knows, you know, we, most fondest memory, whether it be the cigar or the, the, the moment, um, but just, uh, you know. Your most let, memorable cigar. Yeah, let, let's, let's, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, most memorable cigar. Um, I will, I know, I think the, the three of us plus Miguel, so I'll say the four of us probably share uh, a memorable stick that we all had. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of let Rocky say it because I'm, I'm pretty much like Aaron when it comes to pronunciation of certain things. So I'm not going to go with that one. Uh, but on a, on a personal one, on a personal one, I'd probably say, um, it was on a, on a cruise ship. Uh, it was with my, my dad and my brother-in-law. Uh, we, we shared a cigar, uh, and that was right before, um, right before my dad was diagnosed with cancer. So it was, it was a good, uh, a good time, probably my most memorable, uh, personal experience that I had, um, that, that I had, but as a, with the, the gentlemen that are on this, uh, on this call, I think, I believe we all probably share the same memory, uh, with the four of us. Cause it was probably the only time we ever actually met Charlie in person. So. I'm elusive like a unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So Rocky, tell us about that one then. Yeah. So uh, that's actually my my most memorable moment. Uh, we actually all four of us got together. It was in Buffalo. Um, so we had all four of us had uh, a cigar called La Quintera. Um, which is, so there's some backstory to this, uh, Miguel, which is like a taco man, his great grandfather and his brother, um, they actually owned this uh, shop in, uh, in Cuba. It's an actually in Cienfuegos, Cuba. Um, and the province is called Cumanayagua. 
So, uh, yeah, Miguel's grandfather and his brother, they, um, they own the shop. And uh, actually, Miguel's great-grandmother, where his grandmother worked at the factory of that cigar, you know, short after that, um, if you dream it, you can have it. One of those things, uh, it was family owned. So sadly, until the Cuban uh, communist movement took that over and uh, took it away from them. But uh, yeah, that cigar is called La Quintera. And uh, we all four smoked that in Buffalo and, you know, kind of just had a moment. And it's a great stick. And uh, obviously the the story behind it, you know, being owned by uh, Miguel's uh, great grandparents, that, uh, uh, that was pretty special. That's amazing. Pretty special. That's a great one. And for me, um, uh, so I have two. Uh, my first one is uh, with my wife. So when we got married, we went on a honeymoon in St. Lucia, and we smoked a cigar on the beach. And my second one is with my brother. So he came to my house, and uh, I had two bahikes. We had a nice fire. It was uh, October, so our, both of our birthdays are in October. And uh, we had a nice bahike on the fire. It was, like, it was like magic, so it was great. Nice. That's nice. That's a good one. So so with you being up in Canada, your your smoking time frame, does it have a start <laughs> and a stop? Like you you won't smoke after whatever month and you'll pick back up in, in March? Or do you do you we've seen you on some cold hearths, but there, yeah. I mean you, you look miserable out there, I will so, say. So I used to stop. So I used to smart I used to smoke um from March until uh, end of October, just because uh, it got pretty cold. But then, you know, I'm like, whatever, man. I put on my snow pants, park, I have my scarf, my toque, my gloves. You're what? And I, and What's I'll grind it out. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I'll grind it out, man. And so, uh, you know, um, some of those late night hurts where you got to really dig in deep with Nigel and Mark. Yeah. You know, it was, um, it, it was worth it. Like, you don't feel the cold after a good conversation, right? Um, well, it depends on how many layers you're wearing, too. <laughs> and so, uh, right? and so then after that, I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I don't want to be cold anymore. I got like a little um, uh, ice fishing tent that was insulated. I uh, hooked it up the best I could, and I smoke in that, so I smoke all year round now. Nice. His, his, his ice fishing uh, hut or tent is, because uh, Charlie and I have talked about this, He's got like fans and he's got like USB because like it's this is legit. It's legit. It's like your own personal lounge. It is um, yeah. just cold. He yeah. does. Charlie does not halfway anything. <laughs> so is it an actual tent? Is it not flammable? Yeah. So it's um. Well, well, well the thing is, it's Are fun, you it's flammable. But I have uh, <laughs> maybe. No, no. I have um. I have uh, two electric heaters. So one heater underneath my chair that that. Uh, heats my feet then i have one just kind of in the corner uh i have a light up top uh it's just like a little um a plug-in light and then i have uh three fans so i have uh two computer fans i turn them the other way and stick them to the vents so they blow out for like an exhaust and i have one fan that's hooked up by my light that blows down so all the air is constantly going and then uh, i just got a um uh, an air purifier where i put another chair in there put my air purifier in the chair so I'm pretty good, man. I'm pretty good. How warm does it get in this thing? That's a well. I don't. Um, I'm going to use uh, Celsius because that's where I am. But uh, <laughs> if it was, right. So if it if it was like negative, uh, if it was like negative 15 outside in my tent, it would probably be, I would say, plus 15. 
So 30 degrees different? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, do, I'm doing it 59 degrees. 59, that's comfortable. That's 59 yeah, Fahrenheit? Not that's, yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Yeah. And Norm's garage. That's something I've you have like a you have like a vacuum or you have a you have a setup in your garage, right? Like me. Well, right now I'm smoking my garage uh, just because it was raining outside. But uh, I usually stick it on my on my back deck, and then I have to anchor it down. So I have like bungee cords on all four sides because of the wind, and then I oh. have um, um, stuff on the bottom to weigh it down like bricks. And then, it, and then when it snows, I put snow on the Man. bottom. So I'm not going anywhere. This is legit. That's some MacGyver <laughs> shit. That is MacGyver right there. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Charlie Charlie, Charlie goes the extra mile <laughs> every that, single time he has to smoke That is dedication one. to the <laughs> leaf. Truly a unicorn yeah, there. Exactly. <laughs> so, Charlie is a unicorn. Yeah. But, it, but, but it's funny because, like, you know, there's some people who don't smoke. I'm like, yo, I'm smoking enough tent. You can come and smoke. <laughs> Let's do it, man. Yeah. And I'm like going, no, it's like 60 degrees out. I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's talk about these cigars because we're, the three of us over here, we're getting into the final third on these. Um, You know, one of the things that we've always talked about with Lanceros, I love Lanceros, but sometimes you got to fight them, relight Mm. them, stuff like that. This has been a wonderfully made cigar. Hasn't, haven't fought it at all. It's been a really nice burn. Uh, But like Norm, what you're saying, like this doesn't smoke like a Connecticut. It has a little more umph to it. Um, I like, it's kind of like the, uh, like the Christoph Connecticut to me, mm-hmm. it's a Connecticut that doesn't smoke like a Connecticut. I'm getting a lot of that same, like it has, it has some abundance of flavor, a little bit of spice on it, but that I guess some nice gr- grassiness on that, on the retro, on the, on the back end that works really well. And this is a beautifully made, a very nice, uh, velour texture feel to it. Um, I'm, I'm really digging this one. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have that Connecticut flavor when you smoke it, but the retrohale is very much like a Connecticut yeah, cigar. It has, but it, it has creaminess to yeah, it. Yeah, it has such those like subtle notes that you mm-hmm. pick up on the retro. It's really good. It is. I, I feel. <laughs> Thank you for contributing. <laughs> yes. It is. I, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, this is a cigar. <laughs> yes. Aaron gave a twenty-five minute description. What do you want me to say? Okay, you're right. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, then let's talk about the blending process of it. Like, did you have say in it? Was this one that was already made or like you had like an abundance of like, Hey, I have these three choose your best. Like what from, from beginning to this is in our hand now. Tell us about the process of, of creating this. Yeah. So, so we had an option to actually uh, blend one uh, with, with Justin from, from bunny droppings. Uh, And once we, we told them what we wanted to do, and really kind of what our vision was for, you know, again, it, we wanted to make a, a truly LE run, uh, you know, 200, 250-ish type sticks uh, where we could sell them as individuals. So we sold them as individuals with a coin and 100% of everything we wanted to give to Building Homes for Heroes. Uh, and, and, you know, like I said, Justin being former military was like, look, we can absolutely blend you your own for, for, for that. It, that's not the problem. He's like, but if you're going to get behind this and, and you really want to do it, you know, we want to make it special. So, you know, they, they brought out the fire. We had a couple of samples that we, uh, we were given and we ultimately decided that for, for 200 sticks, it probably, you know, we would probably be better off doing it with like something that, that had uh, a really good age behind it. And, um, and was, I mean, was blended by, you know, I mean, the man himself, 
uh, Matt Booth. So we went with that option. Uh, we definitely had the option to blend our own, but when we when we wanted to do it and what we were doing it for, these guys were 100% behind us and pretty much said, if you're going to do it for for the vets, then let us bring you the best that we can that that's ready to go. And that's what they gave us was was that that option or we had a, um, a another couple of choices, but we ended up with that one. Awesome. Yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah, this is, you know, like you said, you know, you know, Booth is is widely known in the industry. Um, I, I've had the uh, I think I've had one of the budding droppings uh, before. But yeah, anytime you can collaborate with, again, some heavy hitters in the industry and it produces a very good cigar mm. uh, through and through. And again, on a cigar that, you know, Lancero's people love them or hate them. I'm definitely in the love category. Yeah. This is a little bit thicker of a Lancero than, than what, uh, what you see a lot of the times, but this is a, what like, like I, I'm thinking like <laughs> a, of a smaller Lancero that we have in there. Like we don't, we don't have a lot of Lanceros in Weston, but this like seems Panatella. like the ones we have are, are, are this s- is like a traditional Lancero, Lancero size, know, but right? I'm saying, but like the ones that we have here, like we have the Uno, like that's a traditional Lancero, but we have smaller ones as well. Like the KNF, like that's a, that's like a 36, but it's a it's a one of the Lanceros, but this is more like that traditional I have size. No idea. This looks like a traditional Lancero to me. I'm saying, what? but like what West End sells, like okay. Well, we just don't sell a lot. Of yeah, Lanceros we just don't sell a lot. in general. So like, what I have to like think of Lancero of what we have. People don't buy Lanceros is the problem. I know that's the thing. Like you either <laughs> love them, shame them. I'm on, on them because this is a beautiful side. I tell you the one thing on this cigar that I'm really impressed with. You can tell the age because it is. There's no rough edges on this at all. Yeah. It is just, mm-hmm. it is really, and I, I, I ascribe that to the the aging process. Maybe it's the blending process. It's always hard to tell because you, we didn't smoke it raw. None of us did, right? Um, there's just, it's really, it's really married together very well. Um, and it's it's very flavorful still, and, and it's really, really good, so... So, so whenever uh, you all decided to go with this, was it something that you all like, do you all have the same flavor profiles? Do you want something stronger, lighter? Did you want something that could be across the board more people could enjoy? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll kind of, I'll, I'll give my take on it. I think we all have, I'm going to say similar palettes, but often different um if that makes any sense yeah yeah uh for example like like i know like charlie charlie likes you know very you know he likes the the heavier uh you know full-bodied i i enjoy full-bodied miguel is very much in that connecticut wheelhouse um not so you know mid-body uh and then rocky i think rocky and me have very similar palettes uh typically I'll, i'll smoke something and i'll be like oh man rocky i know you're gonna really like this and vice versa and we'll kind of uh, send it to each other. I, I mean, we just had that conversation today. I, I smoked uh, the the new Tatuaje T110 this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, that the, the the tux and yeah. I I the first message I sent out was I am not disappointed. I bought two boxes of these. I'm more disappointed in it by more because it's a fantastic stick. I bought two boxes as well. Funny thing is that I was waiting to smoke mine with uh, with the guys, and here comes Norman. Oh, I, I already smoked mine. I'm like. Oh, okay. This is just this has just been in my humidor for the last forty eight hours. I could have just had one already. Nope. Nope. 
No time like right right now. I smoked all three of the. Yeah, I, I've only had the uh, the Avalon. Yeah, I've only had that one. I haven't had the seven or the T one ten yet. I've had all three. Um, and uh, I think the Avalon's my favorite. Well, of the ones I've had, since that's the only one that is my favorite, so it's, it's also your least favorite. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like I love the uh, the the original. I love that one. I mean, we sold it for a oh, while. Oh, the T one ten. No, no, the uh, the uh, uh, the Avalon. Avalon, yeah, I yeah. love that one. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's a good one. Well, all you have to do is announce a limited edition um, Tatawahe, and and I will buy a box. <laughs> right? It you could tell me that it's shit and that it's actual shit, and I'll still buy a box. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, really, That's impressive. right? No, no, oh no, it's not my proudest moment, but it is, it is a fact. So, like, uh, Doug texted me and yeah. said, "By the way, we have these in." Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, we 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 kind of got a, a little taste of you know how this cigar got its name and you yep. know how how the club got its name. But where did this club come from? What were the four of you looking for um, that, you know, wasn't being reached out there uh, with anything else? So, I mean, the, the four of you came together and wanted to create something. So what were the cornerstone and the building blocks uh, to creating uh, Dirty Ash? Oh, man, um, that's, a, that's a loaded question. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I think we probably each had our, our own reasons behind it. Um, you know, I, I, for me personally, uh, when when we did it, is I, I smoke with a lot of guys like here in my neighborhood. Um, you know, there's probably about seven of us or eight of us that that all smoke together, and uh, and even though we all live in the same neighborhood, uh, all of us are married and not all the time can get out the house due to kids or whatnot. So we would, you know, we wanted a, an outlet to be able to get onto. And at the time, the only Discord that I, I was really on was was LCC at the time. And that was, you know, it's a members-only club, and I was the only LCC member uh, outside of one of my other neighbors. Uh, so, you know, what, what we wanted to do, or at least what I wanted to do, is I, I really wanted something that was just wide open um, for anyone that wanted to, to be able to join to join, but I also didn't want it massive. Uh, so when when I approached, like, Charlie and Rocky and Miguel, you know, I said, I really want something that is, is truly like small like it's so it's an like our our discord's invite only it's not open to everyone you have to know a member in order to get in they have to vouch for you to let you get in because ideally i just really wanted a place to enjoy cigars that that had no drama and just was a, a chill spot to go uh, and that's really what what i was after when when we kind of set out to to do it um and then that that's really how it became it came to be so it's it's really just a a, a group of people that that are just really made of good character and, uh, and, and want to be there and build a community. I mean, we have, uh, I mean, we have everyone, uh, sisters, brothers, I mean, everyone is in the, in the group. Um, and that, that was kind of my personal stance on what I wanted. I mean, I, like I said, I'm sure everyone kind of has their own reasons behind it, but that was mine. Yeah. Rocky, let's get your, uh, let's get your, your word on it. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> To piggyback on what uh, Norman said, uh, smoking a cigar should be a relaxing thing. Um, sometimes you want to smoke it alone. A lot of the times you just want to have a, you know, a conversation. And if it's a great conversation that you can enjoy with, with friends, well, then that just makes it even much better, right? Um, we all work 
have kids, wives, family. You know, at, at the end of the day, you just want to unwind and and just just have that cigar and with 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 mutual faces that that you get to obviously meet new people and and see uh, new people every day and kind of you're just smoking on a hearth and you're like, hey man, how was your day? Oh, good and. Um, you kind of know, hey, so how's your daughter doing in, in soccer or or how's your son doing? How's 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 his hockey uh, classes going along? So it's we, we kind of wanted to do that, build that community um, and actually build long lasting uh, friendships and relationships because um, these cigars are, are 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 meant to be enjoyed. And if you can enjoy them with friends and families and, you know, that's, that's where it's at. Um, yeah. So for me, uh, you know, pretty much the same. Um, I joined LCC and then I uh, started joining just some different groups and um, I felt that, you know, um, I was just getting spread thin, you know, Monday I'd smoke here, Tuesday I'd smoke here, Wednesday I'd smoke here. And then uh, a lot of my friends on Instagram that I had, um, I'd smoke with them too. And uh, with Instagram, you, you can't really smoke that much unless uh, you, you do it through like a private a private way, like Zoom. So, so you know, for me, it was just um, trying to get those people there. Um, some people didn't want to join a club, you know, to, uh, to buy a box. Some people didn't want to um, do a verification. Some people just, you know, hey, I want to smoke at you uh, by, by myself. So, you know, they had, uh, I think in Dirty Ash, you have like that opportunity to kind of pick and choose what you want to do. You want to smoke at... One in the morning, you can. You want to smoke at six, you know, six at night, you can. It's all, it's, it's all good. Um, at the same time, um, you know, um, there's a place, too, where, like, you can have vendors on there. And, um, you know, everyone's welcome. So it's just free, free to do what you want there. You can, you can, we have a guy who sells barbecue sauce. We have a guy, you know, who sells cigars. We have people who can open up donations. You can do whatever you'd like. So, you know, it's... Uh, this is a place to give back. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking at the uh, at the Discord now, and there's just so many subcategories on top of the main categories. Um, but, like, I know, like, Charlie, I think you invited me early on within the first month or so, and you're like, hey, yes. there's this new club that, you know, we're starting out, and, you know, do you want to join? Like, yeah, of course. And so what's cool is, you know, Norm, you touched on it, but is the is the you have to be asked to join – but then you also go through a verification uh, process, and uh, you know, and you know, we, me and Mark, we had already done th- numerous things through through you, Charlie, and Norman, and everything. So we came with that green dot already involved. But the the verification process, I I finally got to verify somebody, and it was really cool because what they do is is you know they send they send you stuff, and then you send something back, and that's how you know that like hey they're legit, they're real. And then you just post it in, in whatever category channel that it, that it was. And it just, it really opens up. So I've only done one verification and uh, it was, it was an, uh, it was an older gentleman and like he sent me some awesome stuff and he didn't really know much about me, but he just knew, you know, I, I have a show, I work at a lounge, so you can send me anything and I'll, I'll enjoy it. But like, he sent me like a cigar from 19, I think, I think it was 1963, 1964. Like it's an old cigar. And it's one of those ones where like, I don't know if I'm ever going to smoke it, but just to have something that old and it's, and it's, and it's it's a beautiful, and it's a beautiful band, but then, you know, prehistoric. Yeah. And then just like 
telling everybody, yeah, like, hey, he's That's cool. He's verified. Go at it. And now he can, like, ask and all that. It's just like, a, yeah. you know, it's That's a circle cool. of life to cigars. And it's it's really cool process of, of, of how it how it's done. Did you just quote the Lion King? The circle, circle of life. <laughs> it is cool. It's a very cool community. It's a very active community. Yeah. Um, it's not a huge community, but it's a very active community. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of cool people on there. A lot of our friends are on there, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of really cool, positive people out there. And I know Charlie, uh, uh, you that was important for you because there <clears throat> a lot of and. Uh, I think LCC's the same way in their Discord, a lot of positive. But there's a lot of those channels out there that there's a lot of inner fighting and drama, 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 like that. And and the one thing I appreciate because I I keep cutting, I I'm I keep wanting to delete Discord because <laughs> I I need social media like I need a side chick, right? I I just I don't. I, so, but. There are there are channels that I keep going back to because yeah. they are positive, yeah. and there are people that I want to interact with. And I mean, I, right now I I have like three Discord channels because I don't need the drama. And the cigar channels are notorious for drama. And the one thing I always liked about I like about Dirty Hat, it's not it's yeah. it's it's extremely positive and supportive as a community um, uh, because. You know, because I think because of the verification process, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. um, and because people come up there for that purpose, right? Well, and and you know, and like what you said, you know, there's so you have your screen name, and then you get like certain tags. So you have like the Herf Squad, and it doesn't matter what time it is, somebody will throw up, like, "Hey, Herf Squad, let's go at it. Who's smoking?" kind of thing, and people will just like drop what they're doing <laughs> and just go on there. Like, there's been times where like I'll be driving to a job. I don't have a cigar, but hell, I'll, I'll jump on for like five, 10 minutes and, you know, just do a drive by high, high by kind of thing. But like, again, three in the morning, like what you're saying, you'll have people just, just doing whatever. But then you get other tags, like you got hockey fan, soccer fan. That's where it gets a little tense is because uh, there seems to be a lot of Liverpool fans in there. Um, yeah. and now in like the, uh, the, the man, you crowd, me and you, uh, we haven't had a lot to talk about lately. <laughs> no. uh, so we've just been taking it. Not a lot, not a lot of uh, a smack talk coming from our side. Uh, but, uh, Liverpool fans, they're, I uh, still they're remember the night on, on there. Caleb <laughs> and Charlie and I were talking on a herf and we got excited talking about retro, uh, NHL jerseys. And Charlie and Caleb and I were seriously going nuts. And there was like 15 people on a herf. And when we didn't notice, because we were excited, like high-fiving each other and talking about shit. And have you seen this one? And before we were done, it was like the three of us. And it, at the end, I think somebody, I think maybe four of us, Nigel and somebody, Nigel said, I think you drove everybody off. And I think the three of us said, yeah, well, <laughs> We had fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the wild one? Oh, that's awesome. If I, if I can go back on the verification, there's a bit more to it than just sending cigars to people. For us, it's just like um, when you send, so when you send your initial package, the person coming in has to send it first, right? Mm-hmm. So that's like you saying, I want to join. I want to be part of your community. Then when, 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 so let's say I'm verifying someone. When I receive it, I'm going to send back. That's like a thank you for taking the time out of your day to do that at the same time too i always try to make it where different people verify people that they don't know 
So one, you know, maybe you can build a good friendship from there. You can have a good first impression from that person, right? Um, so that way it's just like, you know, um, when Aaron was saying the person that, that he verified, he probably even know the guy. Now, hopefully, you know, he made a good friend, you know, and that was the biggest thing is just building connections, building, building friendships in different ways that you never thought of, right? Because not everyone, not everybody wants to come on a herf and show their face and smoke, and that's fine. Some people just don't want to. Yeah. Some people just don't have the time, and that's okay, you know. But, you know, it just, um, it just goes a long way. I think a simple gesture, and and you don't have to send cigars. You can send whatever you want. You can send a hockey stick to someone. It doesn't matter. You know, it's just uh, it's, it's it's just the uh, it's just like the it's just the the gesture of sending and receiving. But you both do it. God, I want to see somebody send a hockey stick. I like take a hockey stick to the mail. What would the freight be on a hockey stick? <laughs> do you have a prepackaged box for a hockey stick? <laughs> they do in Canada. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, I, I mean, it, that, it, it is what it is. I mean, we had some really interesting sends. I, I verified a guy in, in Japan on, on Dirty Ash, and uh, he came in and, and and he told me, he's like, just send me something I can't get in Japan. So I'm like, what do I send this guy that can't get in Japan? So I sent him some cigars as, as well. And it just so happened, I was walking into the grocery store, and they were selling Girl Scout cookies. I'm like, this is perfect. Oh, I'm yeah. Send Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> so I was like, I, I, you know, so I ended up sending him back uh, some Girl Scout cookies. To, which which, which I, cookie? Uh, I sent him, uh, uh, which one was it? Um, oh. God, it's uh, not the Tagalongs. It's the coconut one. Oh, the I can't Samoas. Think of the name of it. Oh, yeah. Samoas. That's like my it. absolute yeah. favorite. Thin mints and Samoas. What's the, what's the best Girl Scout cookie? Uh, Samoas for me and uh, thin, thin mints. You got to throw those thin mints in the freezer, too. Throw them in the freezer. Primo. That's the way to do it. He's he's lucky I didn't get him. He's lucky I didn't get him as a verification because I definitely would have sent him a, a frozen Cuban sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Probably that would have really rocked. The what's world. your What's your favorite Girl Scout cookie, Rocky? Um, I like the peppermint ones. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a coconut fan, so I'm not a Samoa oh, fan. I, I like the, the thin mints are great. The, the peanut butter ones used to be so. I'm, That's the tag along, right? Is yeah. that the tag along? Yeah, I think so. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play old grumpy man for a second. Um, no, about ten. <laughs> it's my job, and so about ten years ago, I think Girl Scout cookies got worse. The thin mints used yeah. to be like really awesome, and now they're just like. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they good. had to cut some costs somewhere. I mean, sure. that's probably part of it. I don't know. They're I don't know. They're still good. Samoas are the the best by far. I don't like coconut. You can yeah. Charlie, do you get Girl Scout cookies up there? It's maple flavor. No, we do, but I've never had one. What? Never had one in my life. Oh my gosh, we're gonna have to send you some Girl Scout cookies. Blasphemy. Blasphemy, exactly. (laughs) So, do you know what the Boy Scouts sell? Popcorn. Popcorn. I found that out like. A year the ago, caramel you know and Goose cheese. died. <laughs> you know how Goose died in Top Gun. Um, the, the caramel and cheese mixed popcorn from the awesome. Boy Scouts is 
Spectacular. So the first thing we do when we land in Vegas is we go to Garrett's Popcorn in oh, yeah. Planet Hollywood. Because Garrett's Popcorn in Chicago, the caramel and cheese mix Garrett's Popcorn, in, it's it's based in Chicago, is so good. It's so bad for you if you're that Oh, yeah, it's awful. Oh, my blood sugar is like 9,000 after I'm done. Yeah, mine's going up just thinking about <laughs> right, it right it now. Just, it just jumped 50 points. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is. Uh, There's it a is. gourmet popcorn place here in town, Little Rock. Where's that? over in Chanel. Oh, it's uh, it's by yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, I know where it's at. And yeah. we have one. Yeah, we have one not a, far from our house, a mile from our house too. So yeah. have gourmet popcorn and crystal meth. <laughs> Chris sprinkle it on top of the crystal the meth. It, crystal meth is too is too high class for Saline County. It, it's just Sorry. regular. It's just your plain old dirt meth. That's okay. It. Sorry, I didn't mean to class it up. <laughs> yeah, don't get fancy on us now. Yeah, that, that escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> it always does. <laughs> All right, so we, we've lit up um, the, we? the stolen throne. Well, me and Steve have. So I'd like to get Steve's yeah, first I, I, impression. I need to get Steve's impression. Yeah, it's good. It's not as spicy as I expected it to be, just based on the, the darkness, darkness of the wrapper. Yep. So it's a, it's um, a it's San Andreas wrapper. I don't, is it Nicaraguan binder filler? I believe it is. Yep. It's I'm a, still enjoying my Lancero. I don't. I lit mine up when we were trying to set all this up because I thought we were ready to go, and <laughs> so an hour in, I'm about almost done with it. Idiot! <laughs> it wasn't me. It was the Chromebook. It was just okay. Fucking Google. <laughs> Fair enough. No, this is really good though. I'm I'm really enjoying this. I like the artwork too. The artwork's spectacular. Oh yeah, I mean, I, Norm, you're wearing the hat, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah it, I, a, I did notice that. The shirt, I love the shirt. I need to get a shirt with it because it's just a black shirt with this logo in white. Like, oh, it's beautiful. Love it. Their stuff is clean. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty much a walking billboard for Stolen Throne. <laughs> um, I mean, it's. Uh, I got the, I got the shirts, the hats, the hoodies, the ashtray. Uh, the only thing I don't have is a flamethrower. Whenever that gets released. <laughs> <laughs> the the boring company uh, flamethrower. Stone, stolen Throne Edition. It is. Um, you know, I was, I was struck by the cigars you sent me, how quality every cigar was. They were all different profiles, but everyone smoked like a champ. Like, you know, it's like, wow, this is really different, but this is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So y'all just celebrated uh, your one-year anniversary of the club being wow. together, and you, you did like a, a big not giveaway, but just a big thing. I don't, you, you feel the words that I'm not, you know, I'm not using properly, but you had people from all over because I know there was like, uh, we sent some stuff, but then you also had, um, like the, the hot sauce, uh, was one of the packages. I think, uh, like, uh, it was an up down cigar. I believe I had some stuff. So, so tell us how just the community comes together just for something like this. Yeah, um, I guess I'll, I'll start it, and Charlie, Rocky, you guys fill in uh, as needed. So, uh, yeah, we did our one year, and when we actually started Dirty Ash, we actually started Dirty Ash with a, a giveaway when we initially started it. Like, the month after we launched, we just did a, a thank you giveaway that we all just kind of supplied a bunch of stuff that we liked out to members. So we figured for our one year, we should just do it again and do it bigger. So, we you know, we reached out to... You know, uh, like yourself, Aaron, and um, we have 
uh, Phil from Up Down. He's on our on our Discord as well. Uh, we've got um, uh, Nickel Beast Cigars out of Omaha on our Discord. They they donated uh, some crazy stuff um, out there. Uh, Brandon, who's under the gun, he's the hot sauce guy. He's also one of our moderators. He threw in and get a pack. Uh, and then we we had Stolen Thrones. Uh, surprise, surprise, right? Um, Stolen Thrones is actually we have one of their um, one of their team members on our server, so they have their own channels on ours. So Stolen Thrones threw some stuff together, um, and uh, Goat Cigar Club threw in some some of theirs, and then obviously Justin from Bunny Droppings dropped in some uh, some items in there, and then all of the admins came together and we threw out boxes of cigars. So we did this like massive giveaway just again, as like a member appreciation, um, you know, continually driving back to, you know, all of our, all of our values that we have as a server. And we just did, it was just free raffle. I think at the end of the day, I, I ended up shipping out over the course of that week. It was like 16 boxes out of my wow. house. Wow. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I couldn't have done it. My, I mean, my wife, my wife was so happy the day of the giveaway because all of that stuff got off of the dining room table. Uh, so, um, so yeah, so we, we did that. It was, it was more like a thank you. And, and we gave, yeah, we gave, uh, you know, I mean, our, our members are, were so appreciative of, of, of all of that stuff. I mean, we have people from across the gamut, new cigar smokers to, you know, seasoned cigar smokers in there. So all of the, the new, the newcomers that are new into cigars, um, it was a really good way for them to start learning about these boutique sticks, you know, that we did. Cause even like leading into the giveaway and out of it, we set up different herfs with, uh, different folks. So we actually had like Lee, um, Lee and, and Phil from stolen thrones were on, uh, and they smoked with us and they, they kind of went through their cigar making process and their blending process. And we had Pete Johnson on and he did the same thing. Uh, Matt Booth was on just before the giveaway. Uh, and he kind of walked through with uh, with our stuff, so it was it's, it was like a whole kind of like um, I guess um, I guess a series of events that led up to the giveaway and post giveaway to really introduce members to cigars that they they hadn't had, as well as get members to uh, to stores that they haven't had. I mean, you know, I've no I've been I've actually I go to Omaha quite a bit and was out there in uh, Tim's shop at Nickleby. And as I'm there, he's getting calls from people on Dirty Ash placing orders. It was it was like a, just a surreal experience for me on how things came full circle on on what it was that that community had driven through just through that giveaway. It was crazy. Yeah, and like I know I know Weston. We have our little subset server. Um, we're in the middle of working on our e-commerce, so it is uh, not fully functional yet. But whenever we do get it, we will have that available on on the discord nice. so for whoever listens to this show will be another subset to another big list of great people on there that you know help the community grow even more cool up down as in chicago yep chicago yep. okay one of the original scar shops in chicago really yep i guess you've been there a few times uh, I've been there once, um, but I know people who worked at it and uh, a couple of the reps that came out of there, like Steve, who were working there and then became reps, um, like Steve, but Steve's come back. <laughs> so they, unlike Steve, they didn't come back, but it was... <clears throat> Steve is the prodigal son. Right. I think the lady actually <laughs> passed away. I think a guy owns it now, but she was, there was a lady who owned it for a while. I don't know. I don't know the whole backstory. So, yeah. um, but really cool shop. 
I don't know of the Omaha shop, so I'm going to take Norm telling me it's cool. <laughs> but I do know up down, really cool. Yeah. So uh, you you just that's had, cool that it's spread out all over. Yeah, it's, it's spread all yeah. over, and yeah. and you you know like Norm, what you're saying is like you get some some people who have these businesses and the cigars come in and do these virtual herfs. You just I had one. That. Was it last week or two weeks ago? You actually had Pete Johnson, correct? Just yeah. a week ago or so? Yeah. yeah so I, yeah. Was, I wasn't able to be on that. So tell everybody like what those detail and what involved with those. Man, you know, I, I'm, I can't even take credit for Pete Johnson. Um, so we, we have two fantastic moderators on our server. So outside of the four, the, the, the four founders, we, we also have two mods uh, that really help kind of keep the the server going brandon under the gun is one of them and then another gentleman his name is mike who is not on instagram so i can't give you what his cool handle would be but it'd probably be like pissed off boston onion or something like that or <laughs> uh you know uh, uh you know mass hole mike whatever you want to call him but he's you know, mike, <laughs> mike from massachusetts so he's also on there and, and mike is uh you know mike was actually he goes to uh, Pete Johnson's parents shop all the time up in Maine. So he has a pretty good relationship with Pete and Pete came on, on our, on our herf. And it was more like, uh, you know, at one part of it, it was like, yeah, this is Pete Johnson with, uh, with Tatuaje. And then it just finished off with, here's a guy who's a cigar smoker. And I mean, we could have probably been on the herf till 5.00 AM, uh, with him. It was, uh, it was, until he, until he ran out of cigars and beverage, we would have been on with him <laughs> that entire time. Uh, we went through the whole history of Tatawahe on on how he he got uh, he got started and got his start, and then we just really just finished off uh, the you know talking hockey and just being like really just bunch of guys and girls just smoking smoking sticks with each other. Uh, and at the end, I mean, it was a really cool experience. Uh, you know, Pete is just a, a genuine, nice guy. And I, I, I was just humbled by his, the time that he allocated to us. And, and at the end of it, he's like, man, this is such a cool place. You know, anytime you want me back, here's my cell number, text me, I'll join just as a normal guy, not as Pete Johnson. I was like, we'll have to get you a different name, like on the zoom or something, you know, come in as like Randy. Uh, but you know, Randy Johnson, uh, John Peterson, yeah, <laughs> big baseball yeah. player. So I, it was a really cool thing, man. But you know, I mean, Mike set that up and ran with it. Uh, you know, uh, Pete was just a phenomenal, gracious person on on that whole that whole experience. Pete is, um, I think he's one of the examples of, of of a great guy in our industry. Yeah, obviously makes. Uh, an amazing cigar, amazing cigars, and obviously I'm a huge Tatuai fan as well. Those are, um, and he's he's no longer boutique. I mean, we can all agree on yeah, that. Yeah, no, his his company's gotten too big for that. Right, but it doesn't matter because his shit's great. He's the original <laughs> boutique. Yeah, don't tell him that, by the way, because <laughs> I made the mistake. Seriously, um, it's got to be 10, 12 years ago. I, told, I asked, you know, we're really interested in bringing in really cool boutiques, and I told him that it, it – uh, ICPR at the time, or IPCPR, or whatever it was, uh, and he got mad. And I said, "Well, I don't care what we call you, but I'm really interested in bringing your cigar brand in because it's awesome." And then we settled things out. But he was he he never liked that term. Yeah. And really, he just makes really good cigars, and it doesn't right. matter. 
He's not the only guy like that. Yeah, I mean, the boutique tag is is an interesting one, and, and a lot of the cigars that people associate as a boutique brand are not anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, we just talked about it a couple weeks ago with, with Jeff Amendola. You know, you get you feel yeah. like you get put in a box, and you can't get yeah. you can't get out of that box. It's not a thing you want to carry around. Well, and he's always envisioned, and he's broken models. He, right. I mean, I'm sure some of us who smoke for a while, maybe not. But um, I at least remember when he tried to do the cigars like wine subscriptions thing, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. when and that stuff. I mean, he's always thought outside the box. So yeah, for sure, we'd he's like, a fascinating guy. You sit down and get to pick his brain; um, it's gonna hurt afterwards. He's super friendly too, just, he's just down to super, earth. Oh like, yeah, yes. Just like coming on the show and spending hours with you guys. I mean, he's, yeah. he's just a great guy. Yeah, but he sees the industry in a crystal clear mm-hmm. yet slightly different way, and and I think you can see some of the changes that we see in the industry now and appreciate he innovated. Yeah. So I, I, agree. I, I not only appreciate that he's super friendly, yeah. which he is super nice guy, but he's also, he's changed. I mean, S is a great example yeah. of yeah. what he did. And you know, that's to me just classic P Johnson. Cause he just sort of just said, okay, we're going to try this and it's going to, it's going to work that way. And you know, it's it's an awesome thing. Yeah, yeah. So this, you know, with the, with the, all you creating this community for the people out there, this community and the culture means something to y'all. So let's, Rocky, why don't you start us off? What does this cigar community and the culture uh, mean to you? Uh, cigar community and the culture means friendship, family, loyalty integrity um and just pretty much getting you know meeting new people giving everyone um you know they're 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 getting to know everyone's uh um how can i better say this just getting to know everyone on 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 their level on 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 a real real human to human level it's 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 where you can meet the most fascinating people from all walks all walks of the world and um just enjoying it for the leaf yeah yep well said charlie what about you um so for me it's like um the most valuable thing that you have in life is is your time and once you give your time you can never give it back and I find that for me, when I go on a hearth, even on this podcast, I'm giving my time to you. You're giving your time to me. It's valuable, you know, because that should never be overlooked. So I just appreciate everyone taking their time, sharing stories, making good friendships, crying, laughing, busting a gut, you know, we're ribbing each other. It's great. It's a great way to spend your time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's it's one of those things like I've always said like you know you kind of got to have a little bit of a thicker skin maybe sometimes in a cigar shop but I know fully that you know if there's anything that anybody needs even the people who who rib on you the most they're going to be there for you when you need something the most at the same time it's it is it, it's one big family I've, I've said it many times like you'll you might not share a name or blood but your family nonetheless yeah and it's just yeah all the way through norm what about you oh man um you know i'm gonna kick it right back to charlie for a second because there's a saying that charlie has that i think resonates with me uh quite a bit and if i try to say it i'm gonna botch the hell out of it so (laughs) 
it's, um, it's um it's a character of people and the principle of things yeah no that 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 to me is that that sums it up and i mean our our four values we have that are on our patch so we had a, a new patch made for our, our one year and on the brim of it it has our our four values that we have which is family respect integrity um yeah, the, the, and loyalty had, and, and loyalty yeah we had th those four items were all on there and that that to me is what makes a cigar community uh a great one and i always say you can go into any lounge and go in alone and sit down and have conversations with people you never met it could be a ceo of a multi-million dollar company to uh, a priest like legit i've walked into a cigar lounge and a priest sat down next to me with uh, me and me and Miguel and one other coworker in Omaha. And we had a conversation with this priest for three hours. Um, and it was just, it was just a crazy, crazy series of events that, you know, I always say that uh, cigars really can bring unity to people uh, because you go into a shop alone and you can walk out with talking to seven people playing dominoes to you know, wanting to yell at them because they don't like fruit. You know, it's just one of those, <laughs> those things. Hey, hey, Charlie, what what was that? Uh, what was that saying again? Is it? It's the character of people and the principle of things. I just want you to know that uh, we now have a show title. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a good, a good one. one. I mean, that's, that's deep. You know, yeah. when you really, really get to thinking about that. I mean, that's well, and I, I know those of us who have spent time with Charlie know um, that he is one of those guys who's very thoughtful about things. And so um, that doesn't surprise me that Charlie is, he, he's a grinder on stuff and he, him and I have talked about that a lot. Um, but that doesn't surprise me about Charlie. He puts, he puts thought into his words and his, uh, his beliefs. So, yeah. So I'm going to do like a, uh, you know, we're going to treat this like a job interview. Uh, where do you see this in five years? Like, what is the future? Ooh. What What is the what uh, kind of tree would you be in five years? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what 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 is what is Dirty Ash's future um, entail? Well, who wants to go first on that? Say <laughs> that. that I'm gonna say don't, don't that, speak a that is a, That's so, a, that's a loaded one. That's that's pretty heavy. Charlie, go ahead. I'll go first. Um, so in five years, you know, um, I just want to kind of keep pace what we're doing now, you know, not grow too big, but not be too small. You know, just have the same values, you know, just try to build more friendships, maybe have another cigar. I don't know, maybe, maybe have Facebook. I don't know, man, you yeah. know, like this, I think every year you don't want to grow too big, uh, too fast. You don't want to do too much too fast. So it's just baby steps, right? Like try to plan for the next six months, have like a bigger goal for the year, but try to plan every month to try to achieve that goal. You know, and I think, um, I think every year we'll, we'll, we'll more, we'll have a, a clearer view as to what we want the next year to be. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you have any big guests like on the docket coming up, like not looking too far in advance, but like, you know, you've already said you've had uh, Johnson and a couple other people, but do you have, are you, are you trying to do that? Like every month, every week, like what, what is your, what is your goal to try to get, these cigars that people enjoy the people behind them. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, we, we do have, we have a lot of things in, in motion right now. Um, 
we will have some some other guests coming up and and even some repeat guests uh coming up as well uh i think you know the the one thing that I think kind of makes this a little bit unique is that when, when we have each and every guest on, we, we use it as one as a learning experience for, for individuals. And I think that I've, I've gotten to, you know, we all, we all know Nigel pretty well, right? I, I love Nigel. I refer to Nigel as like my mentor yeah. uh, quite, quite often. Actually, I, I, pretty much any time I introduce Nigel to someone, I say, this is my mentor. You can't have him get your own. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> You know, but, you know, I've, I've learned a lot from him, especially when we have guest herfers on. I use a lot of his, you know, his structures and his uh, his way that he phrases questions to them. But when we have guests on, I think it's it's a learning experience for a lot of a lot of members that either know the brand or don't know the brand. Uh, and it's a way for them to understand more about the leaf and, and how you mix all of these different leaves together and create different flavors and, and profiles. So I guess to answer your question, we do have a lot of guests coming up. Uh, we try to, we try to space them out once a month, unfortunately, in the, the past uh, seven weeks, we've almost had a different guest on every week. Uh, <laughs> uh, it seemed like, uh, yeah, but yeah, we're definitely trying to space them out once a month, once every other month, just to give people, you know, some time back with their, their families. Cause every time it seems we have like a, a guest herfer on, you know, we could get, you know, 30, 50 people that just join just from our little community, you know, uh, that we have. And depending upon the event, you know, we, we can, we, we have, we have small numbers, but we have a lot of, a lot of firing power that, that those individuals come out with. Right. So we did a couple of, um, fundraisers recently that were ran on our discord. Uh, one was ride for Roswell out of New York. Uh, we had another one for one of our members who's also an, uh, a Florida Asheville, uh Clayton. For his daughter, she did a, a, a drive for, um, it was her 13th birthday, and instead of wanting gifts, she did a, a fundraiser for Polk County Animal Control, or, you know, for for rescue dogs. Nice. Uh, we did one, one for them. Um, you know, we did, a, we did obviously, our, our military benefits that we've done. Uh, we've all, I mean, I know... Mark and Aaron, you know, we, we, we had a fellow uh, sister of the leaf that we, we all four of us knew really well. Uh, we did a, a fundraiser drive, uh, for her husband yeah. uh, on it. And, um, you know, there's always something that's going on in the community that we try to get people in that from the outside to kind of help push it, push it where we can. So I think where, where we are in five years, I think really is going to be determined by the members. I mean, that's really one thing that we've driven is that the members really control our community. We just, we're just there making sure that to put out the fires before they start. Yeah. And that's really where, what we focus on. Yeah. And on that note, I just want to say, I want to thank every single one of our members. Dirty Ash community will not, would have not been Dirty Ash community if it was not for every single one of our members. They, they truly are an inspiration and they drive us to do these things, to give back to the community and to like, you know what, let's have, let's, let's, let's do another giveaway. Okay. And it's, it's just that simple. Um, we don't have to think twice about it. It's, I, I think we have the best members in the cigar community. And um, I think uh, the rest of the fellows can attest to that. Yep. 
And so, and so Norm, just to touch about, because, you know, uh, Nigel is somebody who Mark and I have known as well for a long time, and he's been a guest on the show. And, you know, a lot of people think of him as a mentor uh, just because of the knowledge he has, uh, the, the, the life that he's gone through, and just what he brings to the table. So I'll, I want everybody to go back to, it was episode 83, titled, We Drink from a Well We Didn't Dig. Um, and just that right there, again, that's a saying that he said in the show. So that just shows you, you know, you know, when you talk about that mentorship, just off that little phrase right there that came from Nigel. I mean, we call him the Don. I mean, he is, he's at the Don of the group. He, he, he is that way. So he is the mentor for tons of people. And just off that little saying, you can see, you know, you get that space throughout. There's, there's there's a lot of other members that bring a lot of stuff to the table, but, you know, just to highlight, you know, since Norm brought him up as well, Nigel is that person and you can see why. So again, that's episode 83. That was a long time ago. (laughs) It was. Wow. That's hard to believe that was that long ago. Yeah. That's why I was scrolling through because I was looking through just those like, man, I knew he had a, had a saying, but we, I say we. I'm the one that comes up with a lot of the names. The name of these shows um, are sometimes just <laughs> odd. I mean, yeah. I got to say, I've so. come up with none of the names. <laughs> I've said some of the words that end up in the name, like all the real positive ones. Uh, I haven't come up with any of these. Like we drink from a well we didn't dig. Yeah, that is definitely that. that is definitely Nigel. Um, we have mine uh, that says, uh, "I have your cat." I mean, that's just the- <laughs> right. you said that. No, I no, I remember you saying that. Yeah, no, that's you. Yeah. Uh, that's why I think you said that. And now uh, Steve has a house and now Steve lives in the house. That's right. Yeah. So I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, I, I think you're, I think you're missing the most important one, which was Mark comparing himself to the Pope. Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to compare yourself to somebody, right? That's, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, not Nigel is such a good person. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I talk about the mentorship and uh, so going back to my first cigar experience where I was saying that it was, you know, a cigar I had shared with my dad. It was actually a, a Cohiba uh, box that I had bought um, out at a shop. And uh, I had one stick left of that box uh, last year. And I've, I mean, I've aged this man since 2014, 2013. Wow. Um, it would have been 2013, 2014. I had that, that sitting in my humidor because uh, when my, my father passed away in 2015, um, it was just a stick I could never bring myself to smoking. And I was talking with Nigel one day, and I was just like, uh, you know, just kind of talking about life. And I think that's one of the greatest things is, you know, when you get with someone like Nigel in, and, and you can literally have, like, amazing, deep, profound conversations that just open up your your mind and your world to – yeah. Um, you taking the most complicated situation you have and just breaking it down to basic fundamentals, you know, and, uh, I sent it to him and I was like, I, I wrote him in the note, uh, you know, I don't remember verbatim, but it was along the lines of, you know, I can't think of a better person to have the cigar. I could never bring myself to smoking it. And, uh, I had given it to him and I think he actually smoked it on my birthday, uh, last year, wow. uh, uh, with me. So it was, I, I, I genuinely appreciate the relationships that, that I've, I've gotten over the years uh, of just smoking cigars. Uh, you know, you, like I said, you have some amazing people that impact your life that 
you know, words can't even begin to express the gratitude that you have for those individuals. Yeah. That's, uh, that's pretty amazing. Um, that's a pretty amazing gift. And, uh, I, th- I understand why you couldn't smoke it. Um, it's pretty nice to have him smoke it. Um, and I think those of us who know Nigel have, have, um, had conversations like that with Nigel. So, yeah, I mean, and you know, we, we, one of the things wow. I, I don't like self-glossing, but I will self-gloss on the show a little bit. One of the things that we, we don't shy away from is challenging subjects that seem to be hard to talk about in, in just not the community, but guy talk, uh, guy talk. uh, in general, like last week's show, I had a lot of people reach out, uh, just after last week's show about addiction. It's one of those things a lot of people deal with, but they don't have an avenue, but it's, it's nice to see, you know, people like us, you know, that have gone through that or going through it, yeah. are able to talk about. So, you know, one thing that I'm glad that we do on the show is have people in our lives that can advance the conversation like Steven, like Nigel, yep. um, you know, and you get a lot like of that. Phil. Yeah. Yep. Like, like Phil, you know, and you, you know, seeing those same people and the community that's circled around like the, the DAC discord, you get a lot of that, um, so, yep. I mean, it's don't be afraid to to reach out to anybody and talk because there's plenty of people have gone through stuff and yep. or going through things, but you have yep. there's people there that you know, it's their calling to maybe talk or just listen. And that's that's sometimes what you need. And you know, and with Nigel, you get both. Yep. No, that's true. Yeah. And you guys are are so vital to that. We we take it for granted sometimes because we're in the shop all the time. We work here. You know, it's we, we just don't appreciate it sometimes for what it actually is. Yeah. And and for people that don't have a shop like that that they can go to, they can get on to a, a herf like what you guys do and, and a Discord, and, and it really brings a, a new sense of community that you just can't get anywhere else. So thank you guys for doing what you do. You're welcome. I, I, would, I would say uh, – you know, it goes both ways. I, I, when I found out about the straight cut, I mean, I, I don't, I don't even know. I think like every Friday for weeks, every time you would drop an episode, I was, I was quoting it on, on the LCC server for what seemed like hours. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if I ever told Aaron this, but so my, my, I have a 20 year old daughter and, uh, when she was 18, 19, I was driving her to work and uh, and I, as I was driving her into work, I would listen to the straight cut. Uh, and she was she was listening to the episode uh, that uh, Aaron had with Mo, where it was like uh, I, I forgot what game you were playing, but it was like that. Um, couples. It was like you. you yeah, yeah it was car, like couples, the, like yeah, the game. card game thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and she was getting out the car, and she's like, "You're not allowed to listen to this so you pick me back up because she didn't <laughs> want to miss, miss part of it." Like, like, I'm like, man, that's uh, that's pretty strong for my daughter to be commanding me. I'm like, all right, I won't listen to it. So yeah. uh, I had to go to a different straight cut episode <laughs> that I, I was tagging back. But, yeah, I think, you know, you, you guys get into, you know, I, I always say going back into the topics that you were just talking about, you get into these topics that are, you know, controversial or I don't even say controversial. It's just real world, man. It's just yeah. it's just stuff that happens every day that, that people – either want to ignore or not face and um and 
you know, even that episode on on it, it, it was it was pretty cool, man. Just to kind of see her, you know, her her vested interest in this, and I'm thinking of something like, like this is like the first episode you've listened to of these people, like. You know, like, what do you mean you want me to, to pause it for you so you get back in the car? Mo is, uh, it was great. Yeah, Mo so. is a very interesting person. And you guys, uh, that was that was pretty raw. I um, mean, that was a pretty open conversation. So I thought it was great. Yeah, I mean, and and it, and it's, it's for us, um, like with 20, everybody commit. For the past two and a half years, it's been a dumpster fire uh, everywhere. But 21 was particularly hard for us. So that was a nice little yeah, therapy yep. for us to, you know, vent yep. and get out because yep. we're not the only ones where that happened to. So there could be somebody who listens to this that, you know, was going through the same thing. So that's, mm-hmm. And that's the whole thing where, yep. you know, when me and Steve started this, you know, three and a half years ago, if, if we help one person... Wow. I'm good with that. Same thing with like what Phil was saying last week. If it if it just gets in the ears of one person and it helps somebody, yeah. it's good enough for me. So and and I know she, you know, she was hesitant at first, but then you just kind of, just like this, like this is being recorded, but it's just six people talking to each other. Like yep. we would have this same fucking conversation, yep. whether we were being recorded or not. This right here is what a herf entails. You have. funny shit you have serious topics you we talk about cigar sandwiches all that kind of stuff like this is what community this community is and like what steve was saying you know this is something that we me and him i we do take for granted because we're in a shop this is our job but for a lot of people that don't have access to a cigar lounge this is their virtual cigar lounge and it and it helps tremendously for a lot of people out there well, even those of us who do, it, it has been helpful for. Yeah. And uh, it is in, um, you know, more people to talk to isn't a bad thing. Right? Yeah, because, you, I mean, you can fall into an echo chamber in Little Rock, Arkansas. But now, you know. I can't. We have, <laughs> but, but now we have, like, just now we have three different people yeah. in three different parts of the country. So well, I mean, just. Ironically well, enough. Well, no, two and one out not in the country. Oh, yeah, not in the country. Yeah, <laughs> but the person not in the country and I. Um, share a connection, although for different reasons. Yeah. Um, and we've talked about our struggles at times with stuff. And Charlie and I've had a discussion about PTSD mm-hmm. and have had several smaller group conversations about how that has impacted our lives. And we've had, I would describe as incredibly deep conversations about how that has impacted our lives. And um, I value those conversations. I, I've told Charlie this personally when we've had these conversations, but I'm going to say it publicly now. I value those conversations a ton. Yeah. Cause they, Thank you, me too. Um, because, you know, I don't have a ton of people who've gone through and struggle with that. Mm. And so to talk to somebody who has, who has, has been amazingly valuable to me. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I feel bad that Charlie struggles as well, mm-hmm. but to talk to somebody who struggles with that isn't, 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 uh, uh, has been just exceptionally valuable. I mean, it's yeah. like, you know, when you talk about something or you go, oh, I'm struggling with this and he goes, I understand. And this, you know, and I struggle with it this way. Um, it's been, it's been amazing. So. Like if you if you look right, 
at the end of the day, you know, talking to Nigel, talking to Mark, everyone else who's, you know, who, who shares the time to explain, you know, like, uh, like what they're going through, your struggle almost becomes your triumph. And it becomes uh, yeah. almost like a, like, a, like a badge you wear, like, hey, it's like a victory. And you can always go back and say, hey, remember that conversation? Thank you for raising me up. You know, and um, a lot of people do a lot of do a real good job on that. You know, and even to listen, there's people who, you know, who who probably have their own struggles who don't wish to share, and you're and they're listening to you, and you're like, wow, this guy's, you know, yeah. he's making it through. I can make it through too, and that might encourage them to open up. Yeah. You know, and it's just um, like I said, you know, it's just it's just a time you take with somebody. You know, even you guys, you guys take time with with uh, with different guests. And it's great, you know, like uh, going back to what Aaron said, you know, um, li listening to, to, to one podcast with you and your wife, that was deep, man. That was real deep, you know, and that was hard. But, you know, I learned a lot from that, how someone can go through something so tragic, but yet be so strong at the same time. It's amazing. I appreciate it. Well, you have an open invite for the next time we want to do a serious show, you know, Yes. The, you, if you want, if you want to do it, you will have you can have the platform uh, for your own show. How about that? Uh -huh, thank you. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean that's your call. <laughs> it's gonna, but, I don't know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be laid on thick, man. I don't know. Right. <laughs> so I, I've told Charlie this because we've talked about this. Um, I think his story is an amazing triumph. Yeah. So I, I know a good part of Charlie's story, yeah. and I personally think. His story is amazing, and I've told him that, and I'm proud of him. So, um, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, He's a lot. But it is, um, but it is strange. And you know, the funny part is, I was talking about overcoming some physical thing one time, and how grateful I was. And I heard somebody crying in the background because I and I couldn't <clears> tell <throat> who it was. Um, and it was somebody else, and I'm not going to reveal who it was. Um, because they had also overcome something um, physical in their life. And it, uh, and they were, and I was talking about what a blessing it was to be alive at this point, because you just never know. You just never know yeah. when, when it is. Um, and it was somebody who was listening and, and I didn't know, like, I didn't know that I was speaking to them. Nigel and I were speaking about, about this thing. And, and, um, and we touched somebody else who was listening to point Charlie's point. They weren't sharing, yeah. but they heard yeah. me talking about the stupid blessing that my life is. And that's the way I think of it. Right. It's just like who, who the hell knows why I'm still alive and not, and, and not dead. Right. So, but, but you know, whatever, take the stupid blessing and move on. Right. Cause it's the way it is. Um, and so, uh, and I, I value the hearse, online hearths, which are different than shops, but shops, I've, I've gotten some of that same experience um, where you have a, an incredibly personal and deep conversation. And then like a stupid conversation where we're talking about Steve getting shot and, and we're laughing for four <laughs> hours because it was funny, right? And so that's, you have all of that. And, and I mean, obviously, you know, we think about some of the online hearths where we, um, where Mario is telling the story about uh, all the toilets communicating with each other, um, which is the the funniest story I've ever heard uh, ever. And so you you have all of those stories, right? And so that's that's the great part about the hearth. And virtual hearths for people who don't have shops or do have shirt shops are, are a great way to make new friends. Yeah, definitely. So. So long story to get to the fact that I think both of them uh, exist for their own reason. Yeah. 
See, and that's what we do here. We have fun, and then we lay it on thick. I mean, we do. Just a bunch of thick guys laying it on thick. You're allowed. Yeah, you're very thick. I mean, I mean, that's just that's just what we do. Yeah. So. My endocrinologist is is happy because I'm I'm losing weight. Good. Nice. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. Don't have to go from from big dog to big medium dog. schnauzer. I don't think I'm going to go to medium <laughs> shit. <laughs> right. But. Oh goodness! All right, Steve, you're 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 plowing through the stolen throne. I don't know that I'd say I'm plowing through it. Plowing, I'm it. plowing yeah. like a plow. But since you know, since you're, <laughs> you're since you're popping your cherry, let's uh, let, let's get your take on 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 it. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's very good. This is one of the best cigars I've had in a, in a long time. Um. Very smooth, nice leathery note to it. There's not a ton of spice to it, which I actually appreciate in this tobacco. A lot of times with mm-hmm. the San Andreas, you get nothing but pepper. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, it's very well balanced. It, it has a wonderful flavor. I've not had any construction issues. I've not had to relight it. It's it's wonderful. It's great smoke. Yep. And, and you know, you know, with our humidor expanding, you know, I, I've, I've had, you know, again, you know, one of the, one of the main guys at Stolen Throne, I've gotten him in contact with Doug with us expanding our humidor. This is one I definitely want to fucking be teasing me. No, it's the company we're looking at. Yeah. And, and two, um, you know, I want to thank, uh, 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 Gmo. He's the one that he's the one that provided these when he came down and we met with him when he was just traveling through, uh, through Little Rock. This is the ones that he gave, he gave us uh, a, a month and a half ago or however long that was. So, so thanks to, to the poet himself. Yep. So, and yes, he, uh, and by the way, I'm about ready to ship him something. If you want to throw some stuff in. Yeah. I'll get something for him. Yeah. So well, now he knows it's coming. He knew it was coming before. Cause I told him it was oh, okay. coming. Right. I don't think it's a secret. I think it's a secret that it's taken this long. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Charlie, I got a question for you. So I'm a big letter Kenny fan. Yes. Do you know the show letter? All right. I do, but I don't watch much TV. So I've never watched an episode of it. Okay. Well, I was going to ask you if it was any sort of accurate for small town Canada. <clears throat> I've been told it was. Yeah. And then I've been told that it's exaggerated. I'm not sure. Oh, I yeah, just watch hockey, man. Like, like, <laughs> you know, I, I just watch hockey. I like sports. But uh, most of my time, I just uh, spend with my family, spend smoking cigars, um, watch hockey here and there. My kids kind of keep me. On my toes, right? So he's a. I believe you're a Maple Leafs fan. So condolences on the Maple Leafs. Yeah, unfortunately, man. So yeah, twenty let, year curse, baby. Yeah, let's uh, twenty, 20 <laughs> more years. Let's do it. Let's do let, it. Let, let's let, do it. Let's ask this: uh, When is America gonna just like stop being so awesome at your sport? And Canada <laughs> is gonna win the Stanley Cup, Lord Stanley well, Cup. Well, you say again? that, but it's mostly Canadian players at this hey, point, right? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. So I. Well, but but if you look at, if you look at it like uh, when Gretzky got traded, right? Um, he really kind of broke that barrier for, for the U.S. to kind of, like, break through. Like, if you look at all the expansion teams, there's no Canadian expansion teams. It's all U.S., right? Yeah. yeah. You know, and so, um, and, like, if you look at the World Juniors, right, or, like, the Olympics, Canada was always up here. But if you, if you look, right, Sweden came up, Finland came up. But now the U.S., the U.S. has kids in college that are amazing. Like, yeah. like, like look at Austin Matthews on the Leafs, right? He came from Arizona. There's hot ice hockey in Arizona. And you have what? You can argue the, the third best player in the game the from Arizona playing hockey. It's crazy. It is crazy. Right? Yep. So, you know, it, it, it just shows how, like, you know, not just Canada, but, like, 
the world. All, like all around the world. Well, like if you look at Russia, right? The Russian players are amazing. You know, like yeah. it's it's just cool to see hockey elevate to that level. It is. It's exciting. Um, but I can't. I can't. I can't go too deep though, because I'll talk hockey all day. <laughs> yes, you will. Um, it was uh, so. I've on my on my game that I play my game server. There was because uh, uh, the Leafs played the. Um, the uh, Oilers, and so there was a Leafs fan and an Oilers fan because the top war is is global, and they were talking shit, and I I <laughs> side messaged the Leafs fan and I said if I were you I would fucking dial it down right now, <laughs> and he goes why yeah. is that yeah. and I said because I have a good friend who's a Leafs fan and he said you always joke, <laughs> and he goes that's not true and I said no. Charlie's no, a really smart. Is a really smart <laughs> hockey guy, and he's like really dialed me in on this. I dial it down, and then like like a week later, you were out. And, and listen, uh, the Edmonton Oilers looked like nothing against uh, the Avs. That was a good series, man. Um, like so, for Leaf fans, right? We're we're passionate, loyal, but a lot of fans, a lot of Leaf fans, are delusional, man. Like you know, yeah, we're gonna win the cup. No, you're not. You haven't made it past the first round in 20 years. Come on, bro. Right. It's like cowboy fans down no. here. Yeah. You know? I just pissed off half of America, probably. Yeah. I saw a good meme the other day, though. It was, uh, or no, it was a video. It was a, uh, a weather guy. Oh, the weatherman? Yeah. He's like, uh, hey, this week looks like the uh, Dallas Cowboys. They peaked in the 90s. Peaking in the 90s. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, well, there's nothing wrong with the Cowboys. <laughs> we'll see. There, there's uh, there's some talks that Sean Payton may be taking over as GM. There's also and, uh, talks Jerry's that somebody down. is moving to Dallas to be the second Dallas team. There was I saw no, Jerry would never allow that. Yeah, he was pissing him on about that. He would but. never, never allow that. Yeah, I'd be surprised. Yeah, he's yeah. the he's the king supreme when it so comes. So I to saw owners. the I saw the uh, cha- the Super Bowl winners, and there was like a bunch of them, and then. And then I saw the most NFL championships, and of course the Bears are number two. Because <laughs> like the, it was like the Bears in Green Bay, you and can't, like you the can't, Giants for when like was the last time they were, they were relevant. Though, you can't like, count like know, about fifteen years ago. You, you can't count pre like no, sure you can. You like, can count anything you want. Like per, I mean, I guess per that, like the Browns have the most championships or whatever. Like, no. they, but they haven't won one Green Super Bay. Bowl. It's kind of like with the whole like, like, like Boston Celtics. Like, you can't count it before. Oh, you can count the, anything the merger. Oh, like, you can count anything. What when 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 Koozie was running everything and all? Yeah, you can't you can't do all that. I'm, sure, that, you can now, count anything you want. So you pissed off the Dallas fans. I pissed off the Boston fans. Nice. You, you want to piss off New York? I mean, <laughs> no you're thanks. you're a Yankees fan, so I, I mean, don't want to piss anybody off. Okay. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Politically yeah. Correct. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Um, do we have anything else? Probably. Probably. It's your birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, old man. Woo! Yeah. So what are you, 70? Happy birthday. Uh, uh, <laughs> 70 in, the, in my lower back and knees. Um, his, uh, his golf f- game is 80. Still, fi- still 15. <laughs> 21. 15 in the head. Uh, no, I got, I got my cigars. I'll be smoking tomorrow. Yeah. I always smoke. I do want to say thank you for you and Mo. You called me on... Uh, Friday uh-huh. and said, "Hey, are you in my house?" And I said, "Why would I not be in my well, house?" I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> right, you might be painting the town red. I don't know. Right, no, <laughs> I'm stuck at home still. And you said, "Do you mind if I stop by?" And I said, "Of course not." And so you drop by uh, 
baked to order empanadas, which Paula and I love. So oh. thank you very much for that. That was awesome. Paula was super excited about that, and I am too. Yeah, your dogs were excited to see me. Right. And, uh... So I told Paula, Aaron's afraid of dogs, so please leave him in the backyard. And uh, Paula didn't hear any of that because <laughs> apparently my voice is transparent to her. And so she let them back in at some point. Um, I was hooked up to the IV machine, so I couldn't do anything. So I'm like looking at her, don't do that. And she's going, oh, no, they'll be fine. No, I'm not worried about them. Aaron won't be fine. Yeah, no, we had the rest of the conversation with me at the back of the door. And <laughs> I was did. like, yeah, we're good. He ran we're like good. a little Listen, girl. Listen, we're going to do some immersion therapy with her. And I'm going to bring my dogs over to his yard. Let him run around and poop all in his yard. Yes. <laughs> he he, he's got to get over it. You're going to get some dookie bombs back over the fence. Let me tell you that. It's all right. They're all over. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> it is. Uh, it is a remarkable. Because uh, Darius, you've met Darius. Oh, yeah. They're just sweet. Um, but he was uh, totally freaked out. And yeah. I, I told Paula not to do it. But I, I was like sitting there and I'm like looking at my pole because I'm like hooked up to my IV, um, you know, which is that. The, the bag is like $2,000. I'm going like, ah, can't do that. Yeah. So um, can't can't do that. So IV bag, empanadas. I mean, it's just... Right. I had priorities. Aaron was third. Run. Run, little man, run. <laughs> which they'll see as a game, which makes you more in trouble. Uh, yeah. But thank you very much. That's very nice. Nope. Anytime, anytime. Well, guys, your birthday is this week. Yeah, up, my birthday's so. Thursday, so it is. Uh, it, Aaron and I have a birthday within three days. So, yep, and my brother's is a day after me, but twelve years later. So. Yep. Well, mine is uh, <laughs> just a few is, years. Is a year earlier than yours. So, what do you? <laughs> yeah. This is thirty-eight for you. I'll be thirty-eight. Yep. yep. Holy shit, you're getting old. He is getting old. I, I I have a little more gray, but I have all my hair still. So yeah, uh, a friend of mine on the game uh, just turned twenty-eight which I describe as half of me. <laughs> she, she turned 28. She goes, I feel so old. You're half of me. <laughs> Let me tell you, I, the, having, a, having a birthday on 4th of July, honestly, kind of sucks. Because growing up, I never had a birthday <laughs> with all my cons. friends at school. Everything's fucking closed. I don't like fireworks. So it's just one of those things where like I, 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 was, I was in my fucking late 20s when I had my first birthday cake that was an American flag. So you, you like, keep saying that. I remember, so as an adult, which I don't remember my childhood very much at this point, um, I remember we had a pool when Paul and I owned a house with a pool for 20 years. My birthday was always the off-the-hook party mm. at the pool where we oh, drank yeah. and we barbecued and we did other stuff that was wildly inappropriate that we won't <laughs> talk about on the podcast. <laughs> Um, and so we always had the best party for my birthday as an adult. Awesome. So I, I mean, fuck the cake. Did it have icing? Yeah. Why do you care what color it yeah, was? Who cares? What, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Where are your priorities? He's bougie. Remember? He's very bougie. Listen, did you, oh, did, did your mom contact you after the show? She, uh, she sent me a couple of loving texts and she did not mention at okay. all what we discussed where I, where I commented on my, all my drug use. I know. <laughs> Okay, that's good. <laughs> I so so we drove back home after talking to Phil, where I laid my soul bear, which was really not that much of a soul bearing. Yeah, but I confessed um, because it was appropriate, and I thought, ah oh, man, wish wish my mom wouldn't hear this. And I debated <laughs> calling her and said, just skip just, next week's show. Just skip next week's show. <laughs> 
And then I thought, well, that's that's dishonest. It's she, kind of, it's kind of like there's I'm 56. A, she knows that I she knows that I did all this stuff. I suppose. I mean, if you tell somebody not to do it, they're going to do it. Like, here's a big red button. Don't push the button. Yeah. Right. You want to push the fucking button. I know. So I mean, it, you know, it's not like I confessed to all the other stuff that I did that was. <laughs> Straight she cut. doesn't want to know. That's 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 for our next show. Straight cut uh, no. after dark. It was it was right right. We're not going to talk about that shit ever. Oh god. Yeah. yeah. Earlier when you said you were looking at your pole, I thought you were talking about the stripper pole. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, Norm, Charlie, Rocky, uh, appreciate y'all taking out time to uh, to do this, and we can uh, you know just share what. Uh, you all are doing. I know there's there was one more founder that wasn't able to be with us uh, tonight, um, but just you know for what you're doing for the community Amen. and for the culture, um, it's amazing, and uh, I I definitely uh, appreciate it. Uh, I need to send an invite to Steve. Uh, I actually so we, sent my stuff in already. Oh, did you? Okay, yep. there you go. So so we'll get Steve Steve on there as well. Um, he you know, to- I moved back and they've done all this cool stuff and they don't invite me to any of it. I'm just no. sitting here like right. lost. 100%. You know? Right. Almost like it's on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, man, it, it definitely, definitely thank you for having us, man. It's been a, it's been an absolute pleasure. And, you know, I, I, I can't thank you guys enough for, for everything you guys do. Like I said, I mean, I listen to the podcast religiously. I, I, I love the show. Um, Steve, you know, I, w- I wasn't listening three years ago when you started it, but uh, after you joined back in, uh, I, I you are definitely a welcome person, at least from my side. You bring <laughs> I agree. some amazing comedic uh, relief. Not not that the guys weren't funny before. It's just now you have like a guy that just trolls everybody. Uh, I, I love it. Uh, I, I absolutely love it. And, yeah, thank you guys for having us. Uh, you know, and I always go back to what Rocky said. You know, our members, our members of our community, you know, allow us to to really just keep us grounded and, yeah. and allow us to be here. It's a great, great community. I'm thankful for all of the all of the members of DAC, and you know, you guys, you guys are in it. So I'm thankful for you as well. Is Rocky frozen, or is he not blinked in like three minutes? <laughs> no, I, no, I'm not. I'm. <laughs> He's meditating. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. My camera is just gray. I'm not. I'm here. <laughs> he is the best. Uh, what do they call that? Mime ever. <laughs> I, I wish people could have seen just the shit that I was going through. Like you two are talking and I was like, and you asked me questions. I'm like, Mark, I'm not even fucking talking right now. I'm trying to yeah. do some other stuff. Oh, he threw his headphones once. Oh, he threw so his headphones. Yeah. Oh yeah. Trying to calm him down a little. Like it was just, uh, yeah. He had a little air and temper tantrum. I hope, mm-hmm. every, I hope everybody enjoys this show because I went through the fucking ringer. Chat he did. To get, to he did. It. it was fun. For, for the other five of us, uh, it was fun. That was great. Yeah, it was no. great. I'd actually like to. If, now that I found out you threw your headphones, I'd like to be included in the poll for how long it takes you to throw your golf clubs. <laughs> no, I think we had this debate. We I talked about this. Yeah, that's a great saying, poll. Yeah, we did. He, he would keeps never saying, do I don't think I'll ever... We were watching YouTube videos last night on his patio smoking cigars. He's like, I don't think I'll ever get that mad I, yeah, to throw a golf club. There was, like, oh, just 
boy, there was one part last night. So I lost a lot of balls yesterday. Like I think I lost eleven to twelve golf balls. And there was one oh, yeah. where like like I was bound is to he, is he going back and hitting again? Is he following the rules of golf? No. So it really wasn't a one twenty one. Okay. No, I was true. Like if I if I but it got to the point where like if I hit five balls, I just took an eight. Like it is what it is. Like I'm I'm done oh. with this hole kind of okay. thing. Okay. Yeah, um, we gave him a triple bogey max just to keep it going. Yeah. But like uh but like there was one where I just like I hit it and I was like fuck, and he's like ah oh, playing a game of whack fuck I see, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then like I had a good chip and a good putt. I'm like I f- this game is so frustrating. Oh yeah, but it's 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 so it's, it's crack. Like crack. It's yeah. addictive. It's just oh oh no. You'll have the worst round of your life through 17 holes, yeah. and then on 18 you'll make birdie and you go. I gotta and, be back tomorrow. Right. <laughs> It's because the golf gods are sucking you back in. But you know what? I looked fly as hell. I had my sex position shirt on, which uh, that is questionable. Where some people were like, "Holy shit, what is that?" Um, you know, Steve was like, "Oh, a ponytail." Okay. <laughs> oh god, that's awesome. All right, again, uh, thanks you three for uh, for taking time and doing this. Um, it was super awesome to yeah. have you guys on. Yeah, it was. Yep. So. Thank you. Thank you. I'll get on the Discord and Appreciate. spend yep. more time. Thank you, guys. <laughs> it's a great community. Roast me on there, too. Yeah. You know? Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I don't know what we have planned for next week, so uh, we don't have anything on the docket. We'll just, we'll just we'll figure out something. Okay. So, all right. Uh, we will talk to everybody next week. Be good. Adios. Later.